Well, we are a week late, but we are here with what we promised. That's right, we're finally dropping our review of the possibly biggest movie of the year. You know, I always geek out for it. Star Wars Episode 8 colon The Last Jedi. What did we think of this part of this dynamic, just ongoing saga? Well, you better tune in and find out. Both me and T-Max ready to lay it down Star Wars style on a very, very long ago in a galaxy far, far away edition of the review. Review. I'm Kylo. I'm the opposite. I'm the opposite side of that. You're like, Olic? Yes. <laughs> I'm Olic, your s- Swedish cousin. <laughs> Welcome to the Review Review, a show where two small town dudes give you our big, dumb opinions. I'm Troy to the Force Extreme. I'm. JT long ago in a galaxy far, far away. Oh, you doubled the joke. I doubled it. <laughs> it's late. I'll, I'm going to keep doing it again. <laughs> oh, yeah, we'll keep bringing it back. I'm going to bring it back again. <laughs> Today, we are finally going to go over Star Wars The Last Jedi. I saw it. You did. <laughs> I just got out of you it. You done saw it. <laughs> oh, All fresh in your brain. It is fresh. I almost wish I had time to like stew on it a little bit. Yeah. But I want to get into it right now. Right now? No, not right now. You liar. You pump the brakes a little bit, JT. <laughs> First, we got to get into some real business. Yes. Not that phony Star Wars make up stuff. Oh, yeah. What the hell? <laughs> First, got to get into some Netflix. Bright debuted around Christmas time. Their mm-hmm. big budget uh, Hollywood... Esque, I believe that that's, it's like their first endeavor into the big budget film market. Mm-hmm. Now, you and I have both stated that we adore Netflix's television properties. Oh, yeah, essentially the the drama. Part. Oh, yes. There's some there's some other stinkers in there, but uh, yes. usually their television pretty decent. Oh, yeah. The movies, on the other hand, kind of get a bad rap. There's yeah. some bright spots here and there. No yeah. pun intended. Hello. <laughs> but I'll tell you right now, Bright is getting eviscerated. Yeah. By critics. By critics. Yeah. I have not... I've only wrote down what I've read on... Uh, I think it's Engadget.com, uh, which is like a tech mm-hmm. site or whatever. And they were going over some Netflix stuff, and they said, Bright is getting terrible reviews and sporting a 32% on Rotten Tomatoes. Now, take that as what you will. Rotten Tomatoes is an aggregate. Yes. Doesn't uh, give a, like a true percentage of what the movie does. But uh, critics, they go on to say, critics don't just dislike it. They've eviscerated it as an affront to cinema. <laughs> Strong sentence. <laughs> I've read a lot of them have said that it's the worst movie of 2017. I've also read that exact same thing. I have not yet to see it. It's on the docket for us to review come 2018. Yes. Well, we have the the spot to fill it. Yeah. 
Uh, don't worry about it. Coming up it, soon. It'll be here. Don't worry. Watch it so you can join in on the conversation. Yes. How do you like that? Yes. Uh, regardless of all that news, because Netflix does not release any information about any of their things ever, <laughs> yeah. Netflix have greenlit a sequel. All right. So that it is also going to be must starring. Must have done something. I guess it must have been popular enough. Or Will they Smith were, got that draw. Yeah. Or they blew their wad to where it's like. Sequel right now. And then it sucked. You're like, oh, fuck. Well, we can't. Double down. (laughs) We're doing it again, baby. (laughs) Let it ride. This one might be better than the one that sucked. (laughs) Uh, They've already greenlit a sequel starring Will Smith once again. Okay. Um, I haven't seen it, so who knows if his little gobby friend comes back. Yeah. Don't know. Uh, But the first one directed by David Ayer. Yeah. Which, uh, the, so last, was Suicide Squad. the last thing I remember him directing <laughs> is Suicide Squad, which was also not critically received very well. Yes. Uh, he had hits before with Fury and... They did, did he do Training Day? And Training Day, yes. Training Day's good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Training Day's really good. I haven't seen Fury. Heard it was okay. Fury's, yeah. It's violent as hell. That's what I... Yeah, I think you told me that. So, well, I don't know. With his, hey. With his maybe downward slope... Of his track record. Maybe he got held down too much with the, the Warner studios. Brothers. Just, yeah. The studios bogging him down. Yeah. Time will tell. Netflix maybe jumping in there like, hey, do what you want. Go. Go wild. Give us the mystical training day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we'll see. Bright, tell us what you think. Our review will be coming mere weeks. Yeah. We laid down some, we laid some pipe. Yeah. Right before we started We put recording. down the grout. Yeah, that's right. Now we're coming in with the tile. That's right. We're going to lay lay it down for the next coming weeks at yeah. the end of the show. We'll tell you what's coming up. Gotcha. Uh, moving on from that, JT, I'm going to tell you right now I don't have a ton of news. Okay. Because I got here and just started scribbling. I got so some news. Don't worry. Oh, great, great. We'll be good. Um, the Alien franchise. Yeah. Not looking so hot either. Nope. I'm pretty sure, I'm almost certain that Disney was going to be like, that doesn't make any money. Get rid of it. <laughs> At least the last one didn't make any money. Yeah. It didn't uh, do hardly anything near what 20th Century Fox, I think, was hoping to get. Yeah. Now that Disney owns that bad boy, uh, not only has production stopped a while ago on it, the Covenant sequel, but uh, in, uh, I think it's a, a warehouse in Australia some of the alien merch was auctioned off from 20th Century Fox. So that also doesn't bode very well for the alien franchise either. Oh, no. What I do think the... Because I'm not opposed to the alien franchise. No. It's not my favorite thing in the world either. No. We uh, reviewed all of the alien movies coming up to Alien Covenant. Yeah. Uh, Well, at least one, two, three, and four. That was like back in earlier, last December. Earlier no. this year. Yeah, earlier this year. So you can check, see what we thought about them, their flicks, early in Them, their flicks. Uh, But uh, I I think it needs a cooling off period. And then come back with something fresh. Maybe do Neil Blomkamp's version. Yeah, the one where it it sounds good. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Who looks like he has the aesthetic of the Alien franchise down very well. You know, the Alien movie that doesn't look like it's trying to answer all of the world's problems, all the world's answers. Yeah, that's exactly it. I'm not, 
I like the Android stuff that's going on in the newer stuff. Eh, I've seen it done better with other stuff. Right, but I mean, <laughs> I think those are the best parts of these new Alien movies. Yeah. And I think they would have been done better if they didn't cram aliens in them. Yeah. <laughs> totally... But then why are you making an alien movie? Exactly. <laughs> so you're it's just a snake eating its own tail. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know. So are you opposed to a new alien movie, let's say, five years down the road? Eh, if it's good. That's right. That's good. <laughs> Do you are you a fan of the franchise? Like I, I like the first one. That's about it. The second one is a little too jokey for me. Yeah. And then I didn't see three and four. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. I heard you you loved them. You, they. I think you might enjoy three. Okay. But four you will not like. Unless okay. you are drunk and at a party. Because <laughs> then it's good to just tear it apart. <laughs> but yeah, and then like, I don't know, there was stuff I liked about Prometheus, but there was just, everyone was so stupid. Yeah. And then Alien Covenant is just all around stupid. People are stupider. Yeah. I was waiting for someone to just, like, start eating paint somewhere <laughs> in that movie. Uh, so that's the Alien franchise. In some tech news, JT, Apple is in a little bit of hot water. Oh, Did no. you hear about this? Apple has admitted to slowing down their phones with updates as uh, their battery life starts to wear down. Yeah. So they admitted doing this with the iPhone 6 series. And since then, lawsuits have been filed to sue the uh, tech juggernaut. <laughs> well, uh, it's funny they admit to it because I know my uh, girlfriend has an Apple. And, yeah, she talks about it all the time where it's like the minute an update comes out, then it's like, like she said, like, it's usually like at least two after like two or three updates, like her phone is pretty much useless. Yeah. So there you have it. <laughs> Apple just admitted that they, uh, yeah, they do slow down their iPhones. I am personally not a fan of Apple merch. Yeah, I think it's overhyped, and I would never buy fruit with a bite taken out of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, I know the only reason Molly likes it is because it, it all works together. It, like, yeah. it it sinks together a lot easier than other yeah other uh, kinds of. Uh, stuff like android devices yeah and all that. yeah i do agree that they look slick and they do sync up with their own products yeah but they it, they do have a well-known reputation for fucking people over so that they'll constantly keep buying their newest shit yeah or are forced to buy stuff by changing charger types and all that other kind yeah. of stuff yep so you'll have that i fuck I, you tim cook whatever they <laughs> name is i don't know but yeah, so that's kind of shitty. I uh, Android all the way. I don't care. Yep. Don't care. Throw it out there. Android where it's at. Got that new Google phone right now. Yeah. I enjoy it. Good. And it's compatible with a lot of things as well. Yeah. Google. But while we're on that subject, now Molly's on the train of smart smartening up our house. Yes. <laughs> it was out of nowhere, too. <laughs> She's like, she's now on me about getting like smart bulbs to put in our house. Yes. I just got some delivered today. <laughs> I got a smart light track. Yeah. Or a light rope that I'm going to use to illuminate my uh, entertainment center. Oh my God. It, it's going to be divine. <laughs> <laughs> I just got to make sure I know how to get it to work. 
Yeah. She wants to get like like uh next year she wants us to like all like pitch in together to get like their smart thermostat. Oh yeah, the Nest thermostat yeah. or whatever. Yeah, they're like two hundred and fifty bucks. So yeah. it's quite an investment. And I have two thermostats and I wanna do that too. Yeah. But I only have heat going to my house. I don't have air conditioning. Yeah. So really there's a called a Nest Thermostat E. Yeah. Which only does like the basic things. Yeah. It's not the slick black looking one, it's a white one. Yeah. But it only will do like the heat if you want it to. Oh. So and they're really easy to install because I've watched thousands of videos on all this <laughs> stuff already. So I have an old Mercury thermostat yeah. on my walls now. All you gotta do is crack that baby off there. Try not to spill the mercury. Yeah, eat the mercury, <laughs> and then... <laughs> and then you should only have, like, a power wire, and then that one goes to your furnace. Yeah. And you just plug it into the thing, and then you pop it on, and you just connect it to the Wi-Fi, and you're ready to go. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, I want to get... I might get, like, the nice one for our living room. Yeah. And then get the other one for our other side, like, the yeah. cheaper one. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm all into that stuff, too. God. Because then you can just be, like... You can set quick... Like, uh, like, uh, grouped events yeah. on your Google Home or your Alexa or whatever you have. Yeah. And if you, anyone's listening to this out loud, I'm sorry I turned on your devices just now. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you can be like, um, okay, Google, uh, I'm oh, going to work. Went off. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to work. And it'll be like, okay. And that could be your command to like shut off all your lights, yeah. set your thermostat down. Oh my God. And turn off your TV or whatever. You can do it all in one swipe. Like it's, it's a, it's, it's a freaking amazing. <laughs> Today, I just got an alert from Amazon that said one of my things on my wish list dropped $50 and it's a freaking robot vacuum cleaner. Oh no. And I was like, Chelsea, <laughs> it dropped $50. Wink, wink. And she gave me a thumbs up on the thing. Yeah. And I was like, is that the go? To, I, is that the go to yes? Yes. Do to it, get it. Do it. Do it now. Do and it I'm now. like, just to be sure, I want to tell you I didn't purchase it. And she's like, good. I don't know why I accidentally gave you that thumbs up. So I'm like, whew, dodged a bullet. Because it, even though it is $50 off, it's still $230. Yeah. <laughs> but I want it. I want it. Someone buy him a robot vacuum. Anyway, yeah, I'm all into that stuff now. God, it's like my new obsession. Pawpaw <laughs> trees and making my house a robot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, make sure you keep me updated with uh, your oh, smart home. Will do. Will do. We we used like, the Christmas money we got to get a Google Home. Oh, so, yeah. So uh, Molly Pop's brother was in town, and he spent the whole time telling it to bark so it can drive our dogs insane <laughs> did you get the little mini one or did you get the tower one no we got the we got like the mini like the middle of the road one like the 80 dollar one okay the tower like the 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 vase looking one yeah that's the one that i have yep. out there too yeah, yeah. and i got a, a dot that i haven't hooked up yet so chelsea if you're listening whoops <laughs> spilled the beans <laughs> i got <laughs> i got it while there's still 30 bucks instead yeah. of being 50 bucks yeah so i wanted to get that sale up there you go hook that up uh in other news jt vince mcmahon is at it again uh -oh. he wants to reinstate his passion his passion for the nfl in his terms the xfl yeah bring back he hate me <laughs> that's the only guy i ever knew <laughs> 
he hate me because he was on like the premiere episode or game or whatever yeah. you want to call it. And that's the only game I ever watched. The only two things I remember about the XFL was he hate me and uh, the quarterback for New York turned heel for some reason. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. uh, <laughs> he would just have interviews where he's like, well, I don't even like New York. I'm just here to be the quarterback and get money. Everyone's <laughs> booing him. And it's like, all right, now XFL is going under. <laughs> And that it did <laughs> until now where it's back <laughs> better than ever, baby. Uh, so have you read much up on this? Cause I just kind of just saw the headline. No, oh, I didn't read up to, I heard that it was going to happen, but I don't care about the XFL. Neither do I. Like, I'm so surprised that Vince McMahon is just has a stuck in his cross so hard. He just, he just thinks needs it to yeah, happen. He's just, he loves the XFL. I think he sold off like stock in order to do it too. Like, Jesus. I don't know what the heck is going on. He's, <laughs> Shane and Stephanie better get him under control. Like, make sure he's not going. I want to do football now. <laughs> maybe he's not. Maybe he's going senile or something and just, like, forgot that it already happened. Well, I, I know, know there's a lot of stuff that, like, the NFL stole from the XFL. Like, they're, like XFL was the first uh, to do, like, the those cameras that, like, swoop up or, across the field. Like, they have those, like... Yeah cables that go back and forth yeah really the nfl took that from xfl huh? yeah oh how about it yeah well, that's pretty cool it's a pretty inventive well the nfl just swallows up anything that's good and then <laughs> leaves its competitor in the dust pretty much and then leaves and then leaves all their players to me- mess with uh, mental issues after <laughs> their careers but no one cares because it's football right hooray sports yeah to the truth uh, but that's all the news I got, JT. Unless uh, I can think of something up real quick, which I can't. Oh, uh, are you sure you can't think real quick? Um, no, I actually uh, doesn't matter. I got it up already. I accidentally <laughs> closed all my tabs anyway. So, um, you know, he said that. Uh, there's a we're talking about Star Wars. That's right. Tonight. Uh, the next one, of course, being that Han Solo solo film. That's right. And I guess there's rumors out there that Disney is expecting the Han Solo film to disappoint. Disney's the, saying that. Yeah, Disney's like, oh. well, we don't know how good this is going to go <laughs> oh now. Oh, my God. All right. That's so, uh, uh, <laughs> very unnerving. Yeah. Especially with, uh, like, because uh, you heard about the weird drop-off that, that Star Wars had. Like they, they're in the, its second week or yeah, whatever. Yeah, they're on, they're the only one of three films that has ever gotten a hundred million dollar drop off from like week one to week two. It was like seventy seven percent or something like that. Yeah, it was like a pretty big, pretty steep, big big drop. But in all fairness, but it still made a shit ton of money. Yeah, like it. Um, everyone wanted to go out to see it first thing. Yeah, and then. The week after is like Christmas, like revving up for Christmas. So yeah. not as many people, I at least I think, would be like willing to see a movie when they need to like prepare for like the holiday. Oh yeah, and maybe the on the holiday and after, I could see maybe like at least yeah, because it was right before Christmas. So I'm yeah. wondering if they probably got all that money like that Monday. Yeah, maybe. as opposed to like know. the weekend. Not sure. I know there's like a pretty decent like Christmas Day going crowd. 
Yeah. Which I've never done. I I don't know how people can find the time. Yeah. My, my parents started doing it the minute we got old enough where it's like, all right, Christmas is just kind of whatever. Let's just go to a movie. <laughs> That's pretty sweet. Yeah. I have to drive to like three different places on Christmas Day. Jesus. So my day is full and then I come home exhausted and I can't even play with my toys. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Troy. Poor Troy can play with his toys. Poor Troy and his toys. Poor Troy and his toys. Toy, toy and his toys. Uh, Troy, are you aware of the actress Sarah Paulson? Uh, it sounds vaguely familiar. She's been on various things. She's been mostly on, like, American Horror Story. Okay. I think and, I can uh, picture the face. Okay. Well, she is, uh, trying to get into the sequel to Wonder Woman as oh. a possible villain. Okay. That villain possibly being Cheetah. Okay. Uh, I know Cheetah is, like, Wonder Woman's kind of, like, main nemesis. Yeah. Even though I don't see how she could stack up to her at all. Yeah. Like she's essentially, like, a... She's just a cat woman? Chick in a cat suit. <laughs> and now they've changed her so she's, like, kind of, like, a hybrid of a cat and a woman. But still, like, Wonder Woman can, like, go toe-to-toe with Superman. Yeah. I think she's just swat this cat woman away. She's just really fast. Maybe she's fast, as her name suggests. Cheetah. Yeah, I would. Go. I would like it to see a more like a, a villain like that though. Like maybe it'd be more uh, in your face fight scenes as opposed to big CG smorgasbord. Yeah, I would like to see that too. I also would like to see like a just a woman on woman fight. Yeah, of, like having like uh, um, a cat fight. Pardon the pun. Said <laughs> like always having like an evil male. Like antagonist, that'd be yeah. pretty cool to see, like a, mm-hmm. a female villain fighting. I mean, I guess they did it in Catwoman with the Halle Berry one. Yeah, yeah, that was so that was so good for women's rights, especially that the villain was uh, the villain was a woman that made her skin hard because of the makeup she put on. Yeah, that's right. God, that movie was ahead of its time. <laughs> Just did so much for women's rights. <laughs> Uh, Troy, you seen The Big Sick? Yes. know that for sure. Uh, Big Sick available on Amazon Prime if you have that. Yes. Go ahead and check it out. If you have neither of those, according to Kamel Nanjian, you Twitter, tweeted it out <laughs> earlier this. this week. It's available on Pornhub <laughs> yeah. under the under the category ethnics. <laughs> interracial. <Or> interracial. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, because I follow him on Twitter and I was scrolling through and like that one was like really popular. Yeah. And so it was like popular tweets you missed or whatever. And Kumail was like, find it on Pornhub. And then like <laughs> the like the Pornhub account like tweeted back at him saying like, don't worry, we're trying to fix the problem. What's like right away? And he was like, no, 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 don't. By all means, keep it up. I want more people to see this movie. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so that was. Maybe might as well because it got fucked over in the Golden Globes. Yeah, I heard. And then uh. I down that rabbit hole. I also found out there's a whole subreddit of movies that are on Pornhub. Yeah, and like all three Back to the Future movies are on there, <laughs> and they're named something like "Boy Goes Back in Time to Fuck His Mom" <laughs> and stuff like that. <laughs> and then like uh, there's uh, Zootopia is on Pornhub. 
Oh, awesome. And there's some other ones that the links were is broken. species. Yeah, it is. I think <laughs> like something like that. But it's like, or bestiality or some shit like that. I can't remember. <laughs> but it, uh, there's some other ones I got taken down because porno found them and dropped yeah. the links or whatever. But pretty clever. All oh, those pretty clever. Nothing is more clever than someone who's addicted to porn. <laughs> well, it's not even that. It's like, what can I get? How can I upload this movie so YouTube doesn't take it down? And it's not like on Vimeo that's super popular. Yeah. I'll put it on Pornhub. It's perfect. It's super smart. I think yeah. it's very smart of them to do that. Yeah. They're not going to, like, comb through a shit ton of porn. <laughs> Except, I'll tell you what, because I tried finding the big sick on Pornhub. Don't type in the big sick and scroll oh, through it. Oh, no. Because it is not a pleasant... Is it like people like sneezing on each other's cocks? or <laughs> It's like a lot of butt stuff. Oh! <laughs> it's not cool. It's not cool. People just throwing up in each other's butts? It's very close oh, to that. Oh, God. <laughs> it's not cool. But the suggestion was, did We're you mean down- big dick? <laughs> I was like, no, I meant big oh, sick. Oh, my God. Trying yeah. to correct you. <laughs> so you want big dicks. Nope. I want the big sick. Well, they, well you have the porn porn version of the big sick now. <laughs> the big dick. Uh, great. Well, yeah, I saw that and I was very pleased to see that. Oh, man. Uh, the top grossing actor of 2017... Was revealed this past week. Do you know who it is, Troy? 2017. Top grossing actor of 2017. Uh, It's like, it's got to be like one of three people. It's got to be either The Rock. Is it The Rock? It is not The Rock. Okay, my second guess is... Uh, who else has been in a lot of stuff? Kevin Hart? It is not Kevin Hart. Really? Yes. And I said one of three people. Now I can only think of two people. <laughs> who is who is it? It is Vin Diesel. Is the top grossing actor of 2017. <laughs> really? Yes. Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel. How many things was he in 2017? Uh, well, he had Fate in the Fate of the Furious. Right, and he and had Xander Cage. Xander Cage, and I think he was still the voice of Groot. Yeah. In Guardians of the Galaxy. Right. And I don't know what else he was in. That blows me away. Yeah, I don't know if he just... Who the hell's negotiating these contracts? He's just <laughs> in this, like... Cause I can't think of anything else he's been in that would be super popular. Unless he just got paid a bunch of fucking money for him. <laughs> Must have. Jesus. Does the weird does the year split at a weird place, like fall to fall or something like that? I don't think so. Ah, it is. It's just all twenty seventeen. Huh, that's weird. I would never have picked Vin Diesel. <laughs> he has grossed one point six billion dollars in Get global ticketing receipts. Out of here. That's odd. That's weird to me. <laughs> This isn't, what, this isn't what he made. It's what I know. He I, I know. It's what the yeah. movies grossed, right? Yeah. Well, I guess if it is like Fate of the Furious and like and uh, and I think Xander Cage is like really big overseas. 
Was it? Like, I think there was, like, a lot of, like, people, like, in China and shit that loved oh, it. I know it domestically didn't do super well. Yeah. But, I mean, if Guardians was also in that list, a lot of people went to see that, too. So, yeah. all right. I can see that. It's becoming easier for me to see that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Troy, we always talk about A24 on here. That's right. We're always a fan I of... like their stuff. Most, yep. They love their stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're... Highest grossing film was Moonlight, okay. but it has been dethroned now. Oh, really? By Lady Bird. Lady Bird, I've been hearing amazing things about. Yes, lots of glowing reviews of Lady Bird. Right. I, I don't know where you could see it. I is, think it's still at AMC. Is it? Yeah. Okay. All right. I don't know if I'll ever get around to seeing I it. I know. <laughs> I might have to see if I can uh, sneak it in sometime right. this week. Tell me how it is. Um, oh, and other news, our local theater is, like, going away. Like, our local... Yeah, one of our local Independent ones. theater, anyway. Well, it might... There's been rumors that they might find, like, something downtown. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Like, a smaller venue showing, like, two yeah. screens Yeah, like, the something. coffee shop that was inside is gone. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because I guess they've been losing money for, like, years now. <laughs> I always thought that was a weird venue for it, anyway. Yeah. I mean, it was cool to get, like, coffee, like, especially, like, when uh, me and Molly Pop would, like, go in, like, the midday and we didn't want to drink. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was good to, like, instead of, like, getting, like, a enormous, like, head-sized soda to get, like, a get like a coffee. Right. But, um, no, from what I heard, they I think they're trying to, like, find a venue downtown. Like, it might, it might be smaller, like, maybe, like, two screens, but. Sure. I mean, it'd still be cool. And right. they do a lot for, like, the community and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But I heard, like, from, like, what Molly's been telling me, like, I guess it's, like, they're getting a lot of, like, backlash from the community. Like, I guess people are, like, boycotting Kennedy Mall now. Oh, really? Yeah, like, a lot like a lot of people are, like, boycotting Kennedy Mall. Yeah. Well, it, I mean, people, obviously, outside the area don't know, but, like, uh, the local independent theater that we have here was owned independently by two guys. Yeah. You could have, like, beer there, wine there. They had a coffee shop inside. Mm-hmm. Um, they played more art house movies, had, like, fun events there. Like, they showed, like, WrestleMania there for yeah. free. Yeah. They let, um, like, our group of friends who are into film, like, film an independent movie there. Yeah. And showed it there. Um, so that was pretty sweet. Um, yeah, so they did. They've done, like, quite a bit for even, like, us personally. Yep. So it was, and then out of nowhere, like uh, they're part of like a mall, and then out of nowhere, the mall just 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 didn't even give them a chance to pay the lease. Just said we're canceling your lease. Yeah, out of nowhere. Um, uh, one of my friends that knows the owners also said that like because like theater prices have been low and not been doing gangbusters in the last couple of years. Yeah, that they might have also opted out of the like the size of the building. And didn't renew their own lease. Which I don't know what's true or not. Yeah. Whether they weren't allowed to have the lease or they opted out for a smaller venue. I'm yeah. not sure. Okay. But either way, like, I went to their Facebook account. Yeah. And there's, like, half and half of being, like, very sympathetic and, like, kind of angry towards, like, uh, that this has happened. And yeah. And they're, like, they can't believe that a local independent thing is like going out and another the other half of people are pissed that bought like their commemorative 
like oh, popcorn God. buckets and shit. Yeah. Now their money's just gone. Yeah. <laughs> and it's they like, get, it was like three hundred fifty dollars. It was three hundred fifty bucks to help them like revamp the theater and their facilities and all yeah. this kind of stuff. You get this plastic popcorn bucket that you get free refills anytime yeah. you come in. And now that they're going out of business, like this popcorn bucket thing has only been around for a year, maybe. Yeah. Not even. So like. They said, like, come by and we'll fill your bucket up with all the pop unpop popcorn seeds. It's like, that costs like three dollars. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so not really a fair trade off. And even yeah. on the site too, there's people who bought like gift certificates that now like this is the last week to redeem them. Yeah. So yeah, like, they're trying to like give them away for like not pennies on the dollar of what they yeah. spent for them and mm-hmm. stuff. So I mean it's too bad. Yeah. So Hope something else happens. I think another theater group, I guess, is trying yeah. To go I heard there. like a yeah, like a bigger branch or something, or like more of like a. It'd be funny if it's Carmike again because they're the ones that got driven out before <laughs> because AMC moved in, and then right. they're gonna see oh, but they brought in a whole bunch of business. We could probably try it again. Yeah, and maybe fuck it up again. Who knows? Uh. Troy, would you like to see Tommy Wiseau in Marvel or DC films? No. Well, you know who wants to see Tommy Wiseau in Marvel and DC films? Tommy Wiseau. Tommy Wiseau. (laughs) (laughs) He said that he would be interested in any role. All right. In Marvel or DC films. Maybe if he's like a an alien cameo in like the next Guardians movie, that'd be fine. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, hey. Hey, Star Lord! <laughs> well, give me a cool laser blaster. Uh, I saw your dad, <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe <laughs> there's like a battle in New York, and he's like filming a new movie, and he's like, "Oh, gee whiz, look at that, huh, Mark?" <laughs> it's that's it. That's all his That's whole it. thing. Yeah. He's just a, a big time movie producer. That's right. In Avengers. Yeah. That'd be amazing. <laughs> uh, there you go. Hire us. That's it. Hire we got us. the grandiose we ideas got it. that can put butts in we, seats. Yeah. We got them. Bam, 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 bam. Bam, 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 bam. That's, it. That, but that's how ideas come to us. That's right. They're like. Firing them off. All Once the time. we start firing all cylinders, there's no stopping us. There's no us. stopping us. This is the brain trust. We're like, yeah, we're like a collective think tank. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Hire us. Geniuses here in these seats. Uh, Troy Denis Villeneuve. Uh huh. We enjoyed his Blade Runner 2049. That's right. From this past year. Also, Arrival was very good. Arrival was amazing. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, apparently, his next project, he's going to be doing a film on Cleopatra. Okay. And uh, from what it sounds like, it's going to be considered a, quote, very R-rated film. Oh, God. <laughs> very R-rated. Yeah. Like, she's verging gonna, she's on NC-17. This might be, like, I wonder if it's going to be, like, Alexander, where it's just constant <laughs> sex... <laughs> See his balls. <laughs> uh, I'll never let that go. Alexander sucked. God, it was not good. I never watched it because you warned me how much it sucked. God, I don't remember anything of that movie, but I remember while watching it, I'm like, this just sucks. 
<laughs> and I watched the director's cut, which is like three hours long. Christ. I just was a glutton for punishment then. My God. My God. So they're going to do an NC-17 adjacent <laughs> Cleopatra movie, huh? Yes. I believe so. Well, it's going to be very R-rated. It's, always... it's going to earn that R. <laughs> Is it going to be like a Lars von Trier movie? <laughs> I hope. <laughs> Me too, actually. Because, you know, like, with his track record of having, like, great stuff come out. Not Lars von Trier. Uh, Denis Villeneuve. Yeah. Uh, I bet you he could do more of a risque yeah. like, like, production and probably make a decent return on it. Oh, for sure. I mean, it would never get... Uh, publicized no people would be like <laughs> no what the fuck <laughs> there would be no uh freaking uh uh like publicity tour for any of that kind of stuff so people would have to w- need to be searching for it so that yeah kind of suck <laughs> but I, but i i've always been curious about like the life of cleopatra like she always seems like very mysterious yeah I would like to think that most of what I know is not real. <laughs> well, she that... did. She did like seduce a lot of very powerful people, though. Well, and I heard she wasn't even that good looking. She was just. She just knew how to work it. Oh, all right, whatever. So there you go. Cleopatra was a butterface. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> We're very forward thinking here at the review. Uh, Troy, is if. Things for the Justice League film could not get any worse. I guess there is a full <laughs> HD version of it available online already. There's already clips of it on YouTube. <laughs> full HD. Because Oh I... yeah, because I've seen people like actually put like the first part where it's like the Superman like uh blog like podcast interview where he can s- clearly see that his face is fucked up looking. Yeah. I uh I watched the entire spoilers for Justice League, I guess. It's been out forever. But I watched the entire uh, Superman rebirthing scene yeah, and the fight scene with the Justice League up until where Lois Lane comes up. That's all on YouTube. Because <laughs> I, I showed Chelsea. I'm like, this is one of my favorite parts of the movie. And then I watched it again. I'm like, that didn't look as good as I remember. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Oh man! I don't, for whatever reason, seeing it in like crisp HD on my TV made it, the CG not look any good. <laughs> because <laughs> I know that was like one of the more tampered with scenes. Because I think it was originally supposed to be at night, and they they changed it to daytime. Yeah. And Cyborg just looks like a mess. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! That's the moment amazing. is still cool. Where. Yeah. Superman finds out where the Flash is. Yeah. But other than that, I... Oof. Oh, boy. Yep. And then it caused that huge shakeup at DC, where I guess like a whole bunch of people got fired. Oh, well. <laughs> it was bound to happen sooner, because it's like... the Like, why are you even trying still? <laughs> That's a question I ask myself every day. Uh... Uh, Troy, I guess there's going to be a Grinch reboot, but okay. it's going to be animated. Okay. And it's going to be voiced by Benedict Cumberbatch. All right. I don't see any need for this, but uh, okay. All right, moving on. <laughs> the Grinch is one of the one 
Christmas movies I watch every year. Yeah. I watch it usually on Christmas Eve. It gets me in the Christmas spirit. Where my heart can grow three sizes. Yeah. I, I really enjoy the old 60s version. Oh, yeah. That's the best. There's a lot of... There's, like, a mild following for the Jim Carrey one, too. Yeah, just in, the, like, the more recent years, I've heard more about it. And, like... I rewatched it, uh, I think, like two years ago. Yeah, and it's okay. Yeah, it's not bad, but it's it's. I think I it's know. over long. Yeah, and, like it's really padded out mm-hmm. to be. And they I try mean, and make the Grinch way too likable. I think. Yeah, where it's like, they don't you feel s- sorry for him? Yeah, they make him sympathetic. I know. I like it more along the lines of he's been a piece of shit his whole life. Yeah, and it's just <laughs> this one moment that like drives him to be nice. Yeah, he wasn't nice. And then people of the town shit on him because then you're like, well, fuck these people. Yeah, then. it's like he should have stolen all their shit. <laughs> they're a bunch of pieces. They're a bunch of assholes. And second off, that movie sucks. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all right. I don't yeah, know. Jeff- Jeffrey Tambor is a shitty mayor. Yeah. But uh, Jim Carrey does a good job being the Grinch, I would have to say that. Oh, yeah. He has a very Grinch-like face. Uh... So that's good. But yeah, I wonder, I watched... wonder if he Andy Kaufman that too. Oh my god. You only call me the Grinch. <laughs> the Grinch? Yeah. Who's Jim? <laughs> Come on, Max. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have there's, there's no dog named Max behind you. I don't care. <laughs> uh, I watch uh, The Grinch every year and Chelsea watches Elf. And then uh, there was this old special, that thing that ran on, like, CBS in, like, the early 90s called Claymation Christmas. Yeah. And I watched that every year because my dad <laughs> used to, he taped it on VHS. Yeah. And we would rewatch it every year. And then I found it last year on eBay on DVD. And so I've watched it ever since then. <laughs> and my dad has also bought a copy on DVD. <laughs> Because he told me just a few days ago on Christmas that it's like, I found this on the internet too! Now I have it! Like, the tradition will continue. It might be on YouTube. It probably is on YouTube, but... Hey, it's nice to have, just in case, you know, the internet dies. That's right, I have the physical media. Yeah. If net neutrality just shits all over everybody, (laughs) you have the physical copy. I will have Claymation Christmas. (laughs) It's it's an odd. Have you ever seen that? Do you know what I'm talking about? I know. It's got like the California raisins singing Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Amazing. Uh, it's like hosted by two dinosaurs for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> but I really enjoy it. I enjoy it quite a bit. Fantastic. Do you have any Christmas uh, movies you watch regularly? <sighs> Not regularly. I did want to start watching Jingle All the Way every year. Yeah. Because it's just so bad. Yeah. Like, it's legit. It's a movie about buying a toy. <laughs> yeah. And, like, and they even, like, heard, like, the how do the how does it get made on it. And <laughs> they even point out that it never takes place on Christmas. Doesn't it? No. It ends while it being the middle of the afternoon and Christmas Eve. Oh. How disappointing. <laughs> does he get, what's it called? The Turbo Man? Turbo Man. I almost yep. said Action Turbo Man. Man. That was close. With the weird action scene between him and Sinbad. Yeah. Where, I guess, when you have a a, a costume, it has an actual working jetpack. <laughs> yeah. Very, very weird. 
should have made it realistic and burned his legs off when he just <laughs> fired that thing up. Yeah. Have a dose of reality in there. But no, the uh, the only holiday movie me and Molly Pop watched this year was that Krampus on HBO, so we watched that together. I've never seen that. It's on HBO. Alright, maybe I'll check it out. Check it out. Uh, we also usually watch Love Actually, and we didn't watch it this year. We watched Love Actually. Yeah? yeah well, you saw my tweet. <laughs> I, oh, yeah, I did see it. <laughs> <laughs> But I'll, I'll bring that up my one when watching because, uh, yeah, Love Actually. All right. I'll we'll, talk about we'll it. We'll double back. Uh, can we have an episode of beer here? You know it, man. Oh, save that sound bite. I uh, will God not. damn it. Now i got to remember it. <laughs> Timestamp. <laughs> mm. But that's all my news, Troy. Well, great. Good, good variety of news. Yeah. Just, it was all over the board. It was good. A little bit of there. A little bit of here. <laughs> Said that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that moves into, you know it's done. It's done. The trailers of the week. JT, I got three this week. I've got three. I have the trailers that I just saw before the movie I saw. Okay. Just earlier <laughs> that might today. not be any of the ones that I'm going to bring up. All right. Uh, why don't you go first? I think I went first last week. Okay. Well, uh, they put out a trailer for a movie called Overboard oh, starring my. Anna Faris. Okay. And uh, oh, what's his name? I think he was like the guy from that How to Be a Latin Lover or something. Oh, Okay. But, like, uh, Anna Ferris plays, like, this carpet cleaner who's cleaning, like, the boat of this, like, Mexican millionaire guy. Or, like, uh, the yacht of this Mexican millionaire guy. Oh, yeah. I think I saw this. And, uh, yeah, like, he does something to get her fired. And then he falls off his boat and gets amnesia. So she convinces him yeah. to uh, be her husband and like, actually work. makes him do actual work. Yeah. Even though it makes no... He has amnesia. Doesn't even know that he's rich. <laughs> he doesn't even know that he hasn't done this shit before. So what lesson is he supposed to learn? I don't know. <laughs> Unless it all comes back to him at the end. Yep. And he, and realizes, then he realizes he was a jerk all along. <laughs> See, even your phone agrees with you. <laughs> it was like a light bulb went off above my head just yeah, now. Yeah. Your phone was like, "That's a perfect. That's a, that's a perfect idea for a movie." <laughs> Okay, I am silencing this. Do not disturb. <laughs> My apologies. That was unprofessional of me. God damn it, Troy! Over here trying to talk about this shitty movie called Overboard. <laughs> Whoops. But yeah, it looks shitty. It does look bad. It looks real <laughs> shitty. Yeah. Sorry, Anna Ferris. You're not in good things. Yeah. Sorry. Yikes. Yep. Should have stuck with that Chris Pratt. He's on He's on the road to some sort of film enlightenment. Unless, of course, this Lost Kingdom or whatever it's called, Fallen Kingdom, is a total turd. And I call it Lost good. Kingdom when we were talking about it like two weeks ago. Like, combining Lost World. <laughs> That's what it looks like. Fall- yeah, pretty much. Minus the fact they're trying to save the dinosaurs, which makes no sense. Just let them go. Yeah. They're a, they're a menace. The whole thing about <laughs> Jurassic Park was like, we need to let them, we need to kill them because they're not meant to be on this world. 
And now they're like, we gotta save them. Yeah. We gotta save them. They've been on this planet longer than we have. Bullshit! Bullshit. You made them! You made them! (laughs) (laughs) They seem to be nothing but terrible nuisances. Anytime you try to make a park there, the dinosaurs get out, kill a bunch of people, and you (laughs) wanna save them? Why? They've eaten two parks full of people. Let them go. Just, yeah. Cut your losses. Yeah. They weren't supposed to reproduce to begin with. Life finds a way. Damn it. It's that frog DNA or whatever. Bingo. Dino DNA. Dino DNA. What else you got on that trailer list? Uh, I have the trailer for a movie called Den of Thieves. Okay. With old Jerry Butts. Gerard Butler's Jerry in there. Butler, huh? Uh, Curtis 50 Cent Jackson Ooh, is in there. This is going to be a winner. And, uh, <laughs> uh what's his name? Oh, O'Shea Jackson. It's like, uh, Ice T's son. Oh, I don't know. Or no, not Ice, Ice Cube's son. But yeah, it basically looks like heat for idiots. Ah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. I mean,. It might have moments, but it looks like shit to me. All right. I didn't see any of this one. Yeah, so. it looks like he- heat. Heat, heat for idiots. Heat That's for pretty idiots. much what it looks like. It's a good shorthand. <laughs> heat for idiots. But the one that stuck out to me that I want to see really bad. Okay. Uh, they came up with a trailer for a movie called Mom and Dad. Okay. Made by the director of Crank. Okay. Yeah, and it has Nicolas Cage in it. <laughs> Okay. And it it's a movie about how out of nowhere one day parents just become homicidal and try to kill their kids. Oh. All right. Yeah. And it looks amazing. <laughs> there they show a scene in there where uh Nicolas Cage is singing the hokey pokey while bashing down a door with a sledgehammer. Oh my goodness. I want to see this so bad. <laughs> All right. Yeah, he looks full-on Nicolas Cage in this. Sweet. Full-on <laughs> Nick Cage. Yeah, trying to kill children with a sledgehammer. Might have to fire this one up after the show's done. Oh, man. It looks... Just look at the picture they put up for it. <laughs> full-on Nick Cage. That's full-on Nick Cage. Yep. It's just him in a trance. God. All right. But that's all, that's all my trailers, Troy. All right. Well, I uh, saw three trailers this evening. Uh, one of them called Early Man, which is another claymation uh, movie by the people who brought you like Wallace and Gromit and Chicken Run. Ooh. Uh, it it reminded me a lot of that movie Year One with Zach, or, um, uh, Jack Black and Michael Sarah. That was awful. It was awful. <laughs> but it seems like it's got like the same kind of premise where like... There's these cavemen, and they're kind of dumb, and then they are, like, ushered into the Bronze Age quickly, and then, like, these cavemen have to, like, adapt to this, like, updated, like, new age of metal now, and they're out of the Stone Age into the Bronze Age. Oh, shit. It doesn't look any good, but I'm always, like, a fan of the claymation type stuff. Because I know how much work really goes into every frame of that. Yeah. So I applaud it, but I'm probably not going to see it. If it's on, like, Netflix, I'll watch it. 
but I'm not going to race out to see it. <laughs> so there you have it. There's there there's that one. Early man. Um, also saw a trailer called Mortal Engines, which is, like, I guess produced by Peter Jackson. Yeah. Oh, I thought I heard something about this. Like, it's supposed to be kind of steampunky. Yeah, it's very much so. The trailer was more of, like, a teaser, what I saw. It didn't really show much of anything. Yeah. But it's, like, so this, like, roving huge vehicle, right? Yeah. Has, like, a castle on it. and Like it's Howl's a- Moving Castle? <laughs> um, yeah, kind of. But it's on, like, tank treads or whatever. And it's rolling through the desert. Yeah. And then... From behind it, it's trying to outrun this massive, huge vehicle that's like a hundred times bigger than the one with the castle on it, which has London on top of it. And then it swallows up that, like it it like opens up its maw (laughs) and like pulls the other vehicle inside of it. And then it kind of just ends. And that's how sex works. <laughs> and, and then they have little motorcade babies. <laughs> yeah. And then they give birth to buildings. Yeah. So I don't know much about it. It looks, like, pretty fantastical. Okay. So it's it had my attention on, like, what it was kind of doing. It's not so steampunky that, like, I'm like, ugh. Like, they don't have, like, the tiny little hats. <laughs> or, like, a robot. Like weird like clockwork robot no one's wearing an eye patch for no reason no it looks like it does kind of look like a post-apocalyptic kind of world and you're like i've seen this like a thousand times already but it had like a just enough of like a weird fantasy element that i'm like that looks very interesting i'm i'm more intrigued Mm -hmm. to see it so there you go that was about all the trailer gave me you don't get to really know who's in it or kind of whatever so I'm into whatever that has right to show on. me. I'll see more trailers. Right on. And the last one I have is Alita Battle Angel. Yes. I saw this a while ago. Yeah. I Did we bring it up on the show before? I was going to bring... I think it came out the week that you guys were gone. I was going to bring it up to Molly Pop, but I was already... She was already so tuned out from all the other trailers. I was <laughs> like, that. I'll just do the ones that are very well known. Okay. Yeah. Um... So I'm. Uh, this is like a property that's been around for a while, I guess. Yeah. And I don't know much about it. It looks a lot like uh, Ghosts in the Shell, kind of. A little bit. It's definitely more on the nose with the anime stuff, though. To the f- like point where the main character in it like has big, large eyes, yeah. which is throwing me off a lot. I don't know. I'm, I've got. I've when I was watching the trailer, I fell more into it as it went on. Yeah, I just. I don't know if it's, like, Uncanny Valley type stuff. Yeah. But I was just like, that looks wrong to me. And, like, some... I can't I can't tell, like, if... I can't tell if the CG is bad, I guess. Like, yeah. <laughs> because some people have, like, robot arms in it and stuff. And I'm like, that looks okay. Yeah. But I think she looks, like, almost to the point where it's, like, she looks Pixar animated. Yeah. Like, she better than that. But... Yeah. Like, it's just throwing she me She better off. than that. Like, everyone else is real, and she looks like a cartoon. And it's, like, throwing me off, and it's, like, I don't think it it's working for a look for me, personally. Yeah. Maybe I'd fall into it. Maybe it's not, like, quite finished yet. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but I would have a hard time thinking that it's not showing, like the main character in a lot of scenes but who knows hey i don't know i'm curious about it like robert rodriguez is directing it yeah 
So I'm curious to see what he does with it. He always he's always pretty decent when it comes to like fantastical action scenes like that. Yeah. But again, it's like also like an anime to live action type of thing. Yeah. So it's like that hasn't gone over very well lately either. Yeah. So I'm apprehensive about it. Like pretty like yeah. much so. I'll 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 see what it how it does when it comes out. All like right. what the what the uh critical masses say. Yes. Great. The critical masses. But those are all the trailers that I have, JT. Okay. That leads us into the semi quarter quarterfinals. Oh. I keep getting fucked up about this shit. <laughs> quarterfinals of the Review Review retur- Tournament of Random Movies. You fought your way through it and you got it. Yes, I did. That's right. We had Richie Rich versus Friday the 13th Part 6 Jason Lives. That's right. Richie Rich not able to hold on. Friday the 13th Part 6 Jason Lives survives. It lives, so to say, to go on to the semifinals. Very good. Against the winner of next week's, which will be Forgetting Sarah Marshall versus Black dynamite okay and i do have the trivia for this week all right same as last week there is six facts okay three are from forgetting sarah marshall three are from black dynamite you have to tell me which fact is from which movie all right i'm ready okay first fact first fact (laughs) a chinese quote given by one of the characters in the film is actually vietnamese for you are full of shit uh black dynamite it is Black Dynamite. Yes. Yeah. You are correct. Yes. Second quote. One of the working titles for the film was Super Bad. Oh. Uh, Black Dynamite. You are correct. Yes. They couldn't use it because the Michael Sarah uh, Jonah Hill one was already made. Good. Uh, one of the main roles was written with Charlie Hunnam in mind. Uh, uh, forgetting Sarah Marshall. You are correct. Okay. They actually had him in mind for Aldous Snow. Was that... uh... That was Russell Brand's character. Okay. Which is kind of weird. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not, like, a huge Charlie Hunnam fan. Yeah. But, like, that part feels like it was made for Russell Brand. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. Uh, Who knows? Uh, Many adult film stars made their big screen debut in this film. Adult film stars? Yeah. Like porn actresses. Uh, Black Dynamite. You are correct. Oh my god, I'm 100% so far. You're 100% so far. Uh, One of the actors or actresses had a slight limp in the movie from a horseback riding accident they suffered. Sarah Marshall. You are correct. It was Kristen Bell. Ooh, that was just a shot in the dark. Suffered a horseback riding accident. Uh, in his own stand-up special, one of the actors confessed to having a crush on one of the main actresses during the filming of this movie. Sarah Marshall. You are correct. It was uh, Russell be. Brand said that he had a crush on uh, Mila Kunis. Mila Kunis. While they were filming. Very good. I nailed it. 100%ed, I bro. did a lot better than last week. I tell yes. you what. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I think you and... Did C. Danger beat you last week? She did. I think she beat me by a point. She did. 
Well, you done fucked up. But you got it. You you, re- you <laughs> redeemed yourself in spades, JT. Redeemed yourself this week. So there you go. Our big matchup this week: forgetting Sarah Marshall and Black Dynamite. Who's going to go on to the semifinals against Jason Lives? I can see this one being a lot closer than the last match. Oh yeah, but uh, I do have a favorite. I know you're still on Black Dynamite. That's right. Love that Black Dynamite. Gotta get that Black Dynamite. <laughs> Dynamite. Dynamite. (laughs) (laughs) So there you have it. That means that we are on to our main review of the evening. And the potatoes (laughs) of the night. Speaking of which, I had a lot of that. Christmas been very good. Very good. To my stomach. (laughs) Very good. I've just been eating nothing but sweets. Jesus. It's been a very, very terrible diet for me the last I know. few days. I I like tagged along to uh, Molly Pop's uh, family get together in Rockford, and because no one really knows me well, that's like all they got me was like candy. Oh. So I was like, Jesus, <laughs> when I get so goddamn fat. Christmas Eve, I went to my mom and dad's house, and my mom always makes like sweet rolls and like walnut bread and banana bread. Yeah. So I had like that. That's it. Like all day. Yeah. With, like, whiskey. <laughs> and then the next day, I got, like, a ton of booze for Christmas. So, like, I just taste tested a bunch of booze that I got. There you go. So I had more whiskey. And then my cousin was making, uh, oh, what was it? It was, like, uh, Crown Royal Apple Mules. Yeah. He was using that instead of vodka. Crown oh, Royal shit. Apple. It was pretty good. That does sound so good. I had like three of those, and then they made grasshoppers, so I had that, and then I came home and more whiskey, <laughs> and I uh, had nothing but like cookies and candy that day. <laughs> so like, I'm really looking for like a real hearty meal here in the next oh, yeah. few days, or else I might just go into some weird diabetic coma. <laughs> but we're detracting from the main event. No, we're taking away from... The attention of probably one of the biggest movies of the year. Of 2017. Maybe even 2018. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Look out now. Uh, December 14th, 2017, Star Wars TLJ dropped in... You're one of those guys. <laughs> <laughs> dropped in theaters, uh, I th- at least domestically. I think yeah. It came out earlier mm-hmm. overseas. Um, with a budget of $200 million... Domestically, so far, it's doubled that, $423.3 million. Yep. And worldwide, it's made double that, <laughs> $843.5 million. Close to that bill. It's almost got that bill, babe. Who knows if it'll get it, because now it's slowed down quite a bit. Yep. So we noted that uh, 77% drop in the second week. Ooh, baby. Ooh, look out, dog. Uh, but it's going at 150 million dollars to make, which still is viable, uh, probably because it's going to be out still to mid January. So there's that. Yeah. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes has it at 91 <gasps> percent. High marks. IMDb has it at a 7.6 out of 10. And boom, howdy. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> has it at a 98 percent. Oh my God, Boom Howdy! Boom Howdy! You know what's great that Is I he related to Boom Howard <laughs> from I don't know. King of the Hill. You know what's uh, great 
about IMDb is that I just found out that if you go to their all reviews, it gives every single reviewer an alphabetical order. Oh yeah, that's how I found. Uh, that's how I found uh, Gone with the Twins. Ah, oh, damn it! I wish I would have known that forever ago because, like, for all these goofy third-party ones that I've been getting, I've just been randomly Google searching weird review sites. Yeah, and like, have been finding all the, the like all these. So now I just go to IMDb and just scroll up really fast and then stop and then see if they give like an actual score. Yeah, and find one that like actually has a concrete score or whatever on it. Although Box Office Mom is definitely one to go back to. Oh yeah, to, you though. gotta go back to Box Come Office on, Mom. Box Office Mom. Mom. The Contact us. Contact us Box Office Mom. <laughs> She's starting to do videos now. Do you know that? What? She's doing what? She gives it videos or buckets still? She gives the videos buckets? Well, she gives buckets on the videos. Oh my god. I think some uh some bigger website uh scooped her up to be the main movie reviewer. The main mom? The main man mom. <laughs> <laughs> uh so JT, what happened in Star Wars The Last Jedi? Uh, well, we catch back up with our current rebellion now, not a republic because it got all blown up in the first one and they are scrounging resources as they're trying to take on the dreaded new first 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 order and uh it's gotten to the point now where they are just a small band of rebels being chased by a looming presence of uh a a couple star destroyers and uh as uh random characters are trying to find a means of hiding what's left of the rebellion they're being chased to the other edge of the galaxy that's right Running on fumes uh-huh. with almost no hope in sight. Very good. Very good. Also with uh, uh, Ray being trained by Luke. Yep. And uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's about it. Yes. Uh, this movie did do um, a good job of kind of giving like different groups of people different things to do. So, like, yeah. uh, Finn went off and kind of did his own thing a little bit. Uh, Poe Dameron was kind of doing his own thing. Yeah. Ray was off doing her own thing. So, it split off, like, the main three people that were uh, mm-hmm. debuted in The Force Awakens. So, I thought that was pretty interesting that yeah. they did that. Like, it's kind of like how, like, the original trilogy kind of did it. But it was more like in twos instead of threes. Right. Um, Mark Hamill's back in a very significantly bigger part. Yes. <laughs> Um, Carrie Fisher's back yes. in her last performance. Yes. Um, which, um, it's not really a spoiler to say, but like they didn't, um, re-edit any of her scenes. Really? In this. Yeah. They kept all of her original footage, um, from what was shot. They didn't like scrap anything to, uh, they didn't scrap anything to like accommodate for her passing. Yeah. So I thought that was uh, very tasteful. Mm-hmm. And then they'll just, like, deal with whatever they have to do in episode nine. Yeah. So they'll do with that. Yeah. We'll see, yeah, we'll see what sense. they do. Yeah. Um, uh, Kylo Ren back? I can't. I could try to remember his <laughs> real name, and I can't now. He's just Kylo Ren to me. Uh, what's his fucking name? Poe Dameron? No, Kylo po Ren's Dam? real, like, his uh, actor. The actor. Adam Driver. Thank you. 
Um, I thought he had a very stellar performance in this. Yeah. He might be one of my favorite parts of this movie. Ooh, shit. Uh, without giving too much away, I thought he has a fantastic performance. If you liked him in The Force Awakens, which a lot of people did, <laughs> yeah, I think you will not be disappointed in his second outing as yeah. the character. Um, they uh, also have more on Snoke. Sure. Like, <laughs> he is more prevalent in this than he is in The Force Awakens. Okay. Um, we'll go... Hold on. Okay. Uh, um, the movie runtime is the longest Star Wars movie yet. Yes. Uh, <laughs> the original cut that Ryan Johnson said was over three hours... Jesus. And they cut like 45 minutes off of it or something. Yeah. And it's still at 152 minutes, which is like two hours and third, 32 minutes. Yeah. It's a lengthy haul. Like at when I expected it, this movie to wrap up, it's still yeah, they jump on. into like a whole other act. <laughs> yeah, they do. And I had to piss so bad. <laughs> and I knew it was coming because like from the trailers, you see that shot of those ships like dropping down the cliffside in the red yeah like uh mm-hmm. well it's like just soil or whatever yeah. red soil come yeah. up from behind them yeah i'm like i know the still is coming like and <laughs> yeah. i have to and i'm like shaking in my seat like bobbing my foot up and down I'm like god i gotta piss so bad i i think i pissed the longest i've ever pissed when i got out of this movie <laughs> um some of the shots in this are very striking like when they get to that uh that planet yeah, that's probably one of the one of the more cooler shots. Yeah, very just, visually interesting. Yeah, yeah, a lot of their yeah everything they kind of play within that planet's pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, otherwise, like I found the movie to be really not just darker in tone, but like a darker color palette. Yeah. Like there's like a whole like chunk of the second act that's just at night. Yeah. And like I know it's like try to like. It kind of works with the film. Yeah. Because it starts light, it gets dark, and then it comes up to bright again, so it has, like, an actual flow to the axe or whatever. Yeah. But, like, just in the coloring of it, it's like the colors were muted a little bit more. Yeah. Like, they were highly contrasted, so that it's, like, really dark, but it's, like... You know that one video that's on YouTube where they complained all the Marvel movies are like had a muted gray color palette? Yeah. I noticed it in this too. Yeah. Until they got to that other planet where they had bright, vibrant, Mm -hmm. like those reds and whites and all that kind of stuff. So I was like, I I don't know. Like it was kind of a, not that like Star, well, I don't know. Star Wars is kind of like a colorful movie. It's not like. Yeah, like they. They're definitely willing to play with color when they're given the opportunity. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Did do you have anything like to add to that? Because like I found it not like necessarily distracting, but I definitely noticed it. Yeah, I definitely noticed it too. Like it wasn't like they don't really go to any places like besides the casino where it's like very like vibrant. And then even when they are at the casino, like it kind of looked like every other place they were at too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anything else you wanted to add that's spoiler free? Um, well, you know how much I love Star Wars. Yeah. I fucking love Star Wars. I, I can forgive Star Wars. I can even forgive movies, Star Wars movies that do terrible things. Yeah. I will love them. 
unconditionally. Yeah. This was okay. <laughs> Thank you. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, I was, I was watching it, and I just... I, I don't know why it just didn't feel as Star Warsy to me. I guess. No, I felt like they were playing fast and loose with the rules. <clears throat> yeah, that was kind of set up through all this other stuff. Like uh, they got away with Force Awakens because Force Awakens was like the reboot. Like this is what's going to. Yeah. Like we're we are kind of like retreading the same shit, but this is going to be the thing that gets Star Wars back on track. Right. And I was like, okay, I'm for I'm all for that. <clears throat> And this was like they tried doing something different, but it was it didn't feel like Star Wars. Yeah, I I agree 100 percent. I was trying to like tell that to Chelsea on the way home because she really loved it. Yeah, um, she really loves Ray and all the female protagonists in this, which like more power to you. Like I, yeah. they were great, but like I just I I felt I said the exact same thing like. I don't know, it just didn't feel like as Star Wars-y as yeah. everything else. It feels like out of place. Yeah. So, um... Like, there was some stuff in there where they had they had more than enough opportunities to, like, play on the mythos of yeah. Star Wars and, like, actually take some stories in a completely new and interesting direction. But then, like, you can almost kind of feel it, like, being kiboshed by, like, yeah, but then what if this gets people uninterested in Star Wars? And then they like course correct back to what it always is and what it always probably will be right so um because there were there were some things in here that i thought were really interesting where if they kept with that or like uh stayed on that path and like we see what would happen from there like it would have been really interesting but then they were just kind of like but this might kind of detract people from coming back to see it. So let's go back to what we always do. Yeah, I, I, I think the weird, like, um, some of the new stuff that they added, they had, like, a lot of creatures in this one. Yeah. And it wasn't, like, creatures as in, it wasn't, like, creatures, like, as in, like, character, like, all the main characters, like, the characters that talk are all humans. Yeah. Like, they just throw in, like, random aliens here and there. Like I think Maz is like the only real character that they brought that they introduced in here that looks nothing like a human. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, and then they keep Chewbacca, yeah, and they just Chewbacca, keep Chewbacca like, in there just to be like, but yeah, but he was from the original. Yeah, yeah. There wasn't that many like actual alien-looking characters except for that one other pilot that Poe Dameron hugged once. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Look out! Big credit. <laughs> um. But yeah, like, other than that, like, they, like, other than, like, Tauntauns, <laughs> like, I don't remember much of, like, any other real animals, I guess, in Star Wars. But, but porks! But they had, like, three of them in here, which I, like, I found weird, because they didn't really do anything. Yeah, like, they were they just... didn't add anything to the story. Yeah. They were just there to be, like, they're the natural inhabitants of said planet that they're on right which i found weird because i thought that was like it felt like it was like star wars special special edition or like yeah kind of stuff yeah it's like george lucas came in like i wanted to add more atmosphere (laughs) in this planet so i added a bunch of weird chicken hamsters (laughs) yeah (laughs) 
So I, I that's exactly the vibe that it had. Like it, yeah, like a weird. This is what he would add in the special editions, like this kind of shit. Yeah. And there was a lot of, like, every time I heard, like, critics, like, trying to excuse it, it's like, well, yeah, it's like the atmosphere. They're, like, on a different planet. There's different species of stuff. Of course there'd be porgs. But it's, like, all the scenes that they had the porgs in was, like, crowbarred in. Like, it was yeah. just, like, yeah. somebody did something and then they cut to a porg nest. And they're looking at it like, ah! Yeah. I guess they weren't, I guess, as prevalent as i thought they were going to be yeah i, I didn't think yeah they weren't heavy yeah I, they weren't as prevalent as i thought they were going to be too but where what they were was still crowbarred i felt yeah yeah I, they didn't bother me but I, I like even just the random scene where the porg was shaking because chewbacca was gonna eat one of them right where it was already cooked just eat the fucking thing <laughs> if i saw someone cooking a human i was like well eat him he's dead already yeah just eat him yeah <laughs> It made me, it kind of weirded me out that he was going to eat it and it still had its weird web feet on the thing. <laughs> it didn't even gut the fucking thing? I don't Come know. Come on. Who knows if he can get in there with those Wookiee hands. He, yeah. def- he de-feathered it, the thing. He ripped the head off. Oh yeah, that's very true. So there you go. Fuck it. Eat the fucking porg, Chewbacca. <laughs> you have to survive. Um, so... Uh, what was I going to say? I don't know. Would you recommend going to see this movie? I mean, there's some cool stuff you could probably see in the theater, but I don't know. Like, like if, if you're a huge Star Wars fan, go. I'm like, yeah. I mean, I consider myself a big Star Wars fan, and I kind of left being like, yeah, it yeah. is. I mean, I like Star. I think you like Star Wars more than I do. Yeah. And, but I, I mean, I really like it, mm-hmm. and even I was just like, man, it just felt like they were playing, I, I just said it before, like, fast and loose with what all these other movies kind of uh, set I, up. I definitely have theories about, like, what they're doing, and I'll get more into spoilers, okay. but... Um, and before we go into there, like, um, I did think, though, that uh, the movie did a good job by like kind of messing with your expectations it did have a lot of twists in it yeah it did but like even with the twist that they did throw in there it, it still course corrected itself into right. the same stuff it was like we're doing this and then but it still was like it's kind of it was like a pick your own adventure type thing where it's like <laughs> even if you pick something completely outlandish that's gonna totally fuck up the story it still finds its way back to what the story was all along yeah well, now that we got that out of the way, let's go to spoiler talk. Yeah. Um, oh, I don't think I said if I... Well, um, I would recommend going to see this. Like, it's a big blockbustery event. I think you should probably see it in the theater if you yeah. can. But if you can't, like... If you're just a ho-hum fan about it and you don't really care, I would wait for, like, a home release. Yeah. So... There you have it. Yeah, like, just yeah, just rent it. Like if if you don't like Star Wars in the slightest, or like if you just watch it casually, like yeah, look, seeing some things from Star Wars every once in a while, then just rent it because it's two and a half hours. Yeah, and you'll be like, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> also, if you're just like a casual Star Wars fan, if you go into this one just like kind of not knowing like a lot of 
I guess, lore. I guess I don't even know if that really matters. Yeah. I think at some points you'd be like, what the fuck is going on in this movie? <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Let's do spoiler talk now. Okay. Uh, so if you haven't seen it and you're, you care about spoilers, you can stop listening to yeah. this. and Get the fuck out of here. And uh, come back and listen to our final grade whenever you feel like it. Um, but, uh... As I was saying before, I really liked Adam Driver in this. I felt like he was, like, the one driving force that I wanted yeah. to follow yeah. in this. He is, like, a very compelling actor to watch. Yeah. And he was, I think he was one of the only more, he was one of the most multidimensional characters yeah. out of anyone in this whole, like, everyone in this is either very evil or very good. And Adam Driver and uh, Kylo Ren is the one where it's like, he's evil, but he's evil for a good reason. Yeah, yeah. It's he's evil for his skewed reason. Yeah. Because I mean, what he Well, he he was put in a situation in it when he was much younger that kind of drew him away from what he was doing where he would be very susceptible to someone being like yeah, they've always tried to fuck you over. Just follow me. Oh, yeah. Like, you can totally see him being, like, picked up by, like, just listening to the wrong people because yeah. the person he trusted the most tried to kill him. Well, yeah. And I, I actually really liked that twist because um, it's told by Luke once and then it's told by Kylo Ren in a different perspective. And then it's told by Luke again, which it adds on to. Yeah. And I'm like, it goes back and forth. Yeah. So it's like, it turns out like he was doing it for a good reason. And then you see it from Kylo's and you see it's like a totally terrible, evil reason, like Mm -hmm. dark side type shit. Yeah. And then it's skewed back again where it's like, well, I didn't want to follow through with it after I drew my lightsaber out. And I'm like, I liked that twist and turn in there. And that was really good. Yeah, that was good. And it also kind of harkens back to how Luke usually reacts, like how he did in the Empire Strikes Back, where he saw what the future holds and he was, he jumped on it right away. Like he didn't sit back and try and mellow on like, what, what are my options here? Yeah. It was just like, my friends are in trouble. I need to act right now. Uh huh. And that's what he did here, where, like, he saw that Kylo was going to do some fucked up shit. Instead of, like, thinking, like, how do I resolve this? It was just, like, got to get rid of him. Yeah. Yeah. I liked it. Um, Also, with Kylo Ren, I liked his relationship with Rey. Even though, like, I didn't necessarily care for Rey so much in the movie. Yeah, like, I feel like Rey, Finn, and Poe Dameron are so interchangeable like i feel like that's what disney's doing like they're not the thing that i love the most about star wars is that everyone put in their situation made the character yeah like luke luke doing what luke does makes his scenes yeah like han solo makes his scenes and leia makes her scenes yeah i swear if you would have uh switched finn and poe dameron it would have been the exact same movie i i agree with that like they didn't have as much to do in this movie even though they kind of went off and they had their own separate things but they're both kind of hotheads and they're both kind of funny goofy guys yeah and that's another thing i didn't really care for in this movie either was like there was a lot of like just goofy humor in it yeah like more than i even realized that i think 
that Force Awakens had. Yeah. And uh, I know you bring this up every once in a while, and now I totally connect with you because I felt it, especially being a Star Wars fan, where Disney has this weird thing where it's like if they don't fully understand something, they put in a shit ton of jokes about how stupid it is. <laughs> yeah. Where I was like, dude, I'm sitting right here. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, there's so many, like, fucking jokes where it's like, where Luke's like, what is the force? And Ray's like, oh, it's like a thing you use your mind to pick up heavy stuff. And it's like, the fuck? <laughs> like, you're supposed to be like, you're, t- you're like, you're like, went out of your way to get trained to do this shit. And you're making fun of it. Yeah. Like, it's like, that's their big thing is they just like. When Disney's just like, well, we don't fully understand what this is. We bought it because a lot of people love it. So let's just make fun of let's just make fun of the stuff stuff we don't really fully understand. And then that'll get a laugh out of people. Yeah. But I then mean, it's like, but I've been a fan of this shit for so long. Like they at least like the one thing, even though the prequels sucked, they still took the material somewhat seriously. Yeah. And the humor came from like genuine character moments and not just jokes. Yeah. That's what four, five, and six did too, expertly well. Yeah. All three of the characters, the main characters were very different from each other. Yeah. But like you really only had Han Solo and a few like moments here and there from other characters that were like genuinely funny because of their interaction. Yeah. They're not just like telling one-liner one-off jokes yeah which was a lot what's what i thought was pretty prevalent in this yeah like c-3po even had like some like in the original trilogy like c-3po had some lines but he had lines because he was a cowardly fuck yeah and like that's what made those funny like han yeah. solo being a fucking smart ass that's what made those funny yeah and then like leia like trying to shove it in han's face that's what made those lines funny yeah but in these it's just like here's a joke yeah. Here's a joke. That that was throwing me off the whole yeah. movie. I'm it's like, like, then who who the fuck are you? You're in a goddamn war. <laughs> I know. Your side is losing. You yeah. have like six people left in, in your side. And you're just like, looks like we're in trouble. And like, like sh- shut the fuck <laughs> up, all of you. And I actually thought that like Luke's character should have been actually more of a dick. Like, he was very apprehensive to train Rey uh, at all. Yeah. And then he eventually just, change, like, changes his view on it because she, like, has this inexplicable draw towards the Force or whatever. Yeah. She, yeah he's, like... I, I, but anyway, I thought, like, with him being secluded like that, just him cutting the Force out altogether... Yeah. I thought he would... I but guess. even they threw him lo- in, in scenes for Luke where it was just like, oh my god, what? Why the fuck? Like I, when yeah. he was like sucking on the on like the udders of that fucking yeah, cat. Yeah, he's like milks the tits off Yeah, it looks like, and like, it's like so close to like where the dick would be. It looks like he's sucking one of his four dicks. <laughs> well, he's not sucking it. He's just, he's like actually milking this. Yeah, it looks like he's giving like a fucking beach cow an HJ. <laughs> <laughs> like... It was unnecessary because that yeah. was one thing that Chelsea leaned over and she's like, "I don't think they needed to do that." <laughs> and it's I'm like, so, "I know they didn't need to do that." It's so fucking, and then it's just like to get cheap laughs because that's yeah. what Disney thinks they need to do. It's just like we need to make this lighten up, beat and funny and cheerful. Yeah, and it's like you're telling a story about how it's like like twenty people left in this rebellion, like. The movie started watching maybe 
hundreds of people die. And now yeah. we're like, but it's fun. <laughs> like, God damn it. This one, I mean. Your tones are so over the fucking place. The tones were all over the place because the movie is a, essentially like a very slow chase. Yeah. And like just picking off the rebellion, like yeah. almost one by one. They yep. started with like 400 people, I think. Yeah. And it's down to like a handful of people at the mm-hmm. end. And like, it should be like this high tension thing. And yeah. like, it, I don't think it but really it, worked very well. And like, it didn't work because it felt like no one gave a shit. Yeah. Like even when they're like again like racing against the clock on that casino planet, they're still finding time to be like, <laughs> well, good thing we did this. And it's like, no, bad thing you did that. Because now you have less time <laughs> yeah. to do what you're trying to do, right. which is save what's left of your rebellion. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Um, like oh, oh well, all of our friends are dying, but let's save these horses real quick. <laughs> Shut the fuck up! Yeah, <laughs> it's like that whole thing was I don't know. It felt like a waste of time for them. Like you need yeah. to get fucking back right <laughs> fucking now. Yeah, and like I because they were gallivanting around and like having a fun time with these like weird cat horses. Yeah, I was like, what are you doing? You're fucking frame of mind is not in the right place right now you need to get back to these people with benicio del toro very soon yeah i also i liked benicio del toro in this yeah because he was out for number one he was out for yeah himself. there's a, there's a, i've heard a lot of people shit on benicio del toro and it's mainly for his lisp which i didn't like that i didn't care <laughs> but i i liked his character because even he points out that, like, this war's stupid. Yeah. This war is really fucking stupid. Even, like, when they go down to that casino planet and they show that, like, which, like, even though it's really cartoonish, I did like that they went there because it showed that, like, what they're doing is stupid. <laughs> like, they're pretty much killing each other for power over the entire galaxy. And meanwhile, all they're really doing is feeding all these fat, dumb fucks. Like, uh-huh. just, like, living in this casino, selling them weapons, and, like, like the world's not even touching them. They yeah. don't think they could give a fuck who wins. Yeah. Because they have their planet where they can do whatever they want. Like, he brought up, like, an, oh, Benicio Del Toro brought up, like, an interesting, like, element to the Star Wars franchise where, like, he was like, hey, let's check out to see whose ship this is. And then you saw it was, like, a war profiteer ship, which almost everyone at the casino was. Yeah. But he said, it, you see a bunch of like Empire or like First Order, like like uh, the ATST Walker, yep. Tie yep. Fighters, yeah. all those kind of things. And then an X Wing pops up, and you're like, yeah. he's playing on both sides. And I'm like, yeah. that's a fucking interesting route to go on. Yeah. But then their way of dealing with that was uh, Finn released a bunch of horses, and then he was like, <laughs> we showed them, didn't we? No, you didn't. <laughs> They'd, even the These people, people are essentially rich enough to just build this back yeah, in a day. They, yeah, they're pretty much going to rebuild what you destroyed tomorrow. And they and don't then care. make even more money. Yeah. And they never go back to it after they leave there. There's no one saying, like, man, we're we're kind of fighting a losing battle just to feed all these people that are making the galaxy worse. Yeah. And, but they don't care. Cause, but we're, we're still fighting the good fight. Like, <laughs> Bullshit! You're not doing anything. Yeah. For uh, all you know, like the minute whoever wins this one, like those guys are gonna like go back and like go to the losing side and be like, "Hey, we'll build you back up. 
just to start another war again so they can get more rich. Yeah. <laughs> it's just going to be a nonstop fucking trend. Yeah. And it makes this war look really fucking stupid. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, what did you think of uh, Leia in the movie? I thought she was okay, but I did not like the space flying for no fucking that reason. That was also a thing that we brought up on the ride back. Like, it felt weird and out of place that yeah. she would just all of a sudden... I mean, it's been years since, like, episode six. But, like, never have she ever let on that, like, anything like this could happen. And it was just odd looking. Yeah. And, like, now, like... The Force is just like a fucking, like, uh, MacGuffin now. It's not yeah, even... Yeah, yeah, It's exactly not even, like, anything right. that feels like it's earned. It's just like, well, we need this to happen, so the Force. Right. <laughs> like, like, that's I, it. It's... I, I wasn't a fan of that. Like, I don't mind, like, Leia being, like, connected to her brother. Yeah. I love... Like, that's fine. Yeah. Like, that's great. But, like, just her at the brink of death being able to, like, know how to suck herself back into, like... Yeah the the cruiser or whatever i'm like mm-hmm. i don't know about this yeah like it would have been it would have kind of sucked if that's where she died but yeah. like because it really doesn't like give her like a, a like a real moment yeah it's just like boom and then it's like she's sucked into space yeah and you're like oh that's how she goes Turns out she doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> so, which is fine, because I thought she was actually going to go. Yeah, I thought movie. so, too. So, I don't know how they're going to handle that in 9, but who knows? We'll get there yeah. when we get there. Like, the thing about the, the thing about the Force and, like, the other films, it was just, like, it felt like it was something that was earned. And like it was something towards. Yeah, like, it's like, yeah, you have these capabilities, but you still need to harness it in some way and, like, find a way to make it so that it makes... You can use it to its full capabilities. Yeah. Like, it takes years upon years upon years of training and practice and doing all this stuff. And now it's like, Ray was, like, told three things from Luke, and now she can move an entire cave. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, Luke struggled to get an X-Wing out of a swamp. Yeah, and she's moving <laughs> rocks out of the way of a cave like it was, like, like, she did it, like, yesterday. And she's like, oh, yeah, so Luke taught me this. Yeah, that's one of the things I don't... Like, I I didn't care for either because like, Ray is like having a very easy time picking it up. I'm like, sure, maybe if it was told better, I wouldn't care yeah. so much. But like, she's on like equal fighting ground with like Kylo Ren at this point. Yeah, who is like trained for years to be at this thing. He trained yeah. under Luke yeah. to be like this ultimate badass, and now Snoke is like trying to train him to be this ultimate like, like his fucking attack dog essentially. You know, yeah. and then like. Ray spends like a weekend. <laughs> yeah. Like, and she's just like, she, she's not like really proficient with a lightsaber or anything. She's just like hacking at the wind with that thing. Yeah. And like, there's no finesse. Yeah. But I'm like, I, I don't know. I and even of... when like Luke trained in like the original, like you felt like it sucked. Like he was stuck in a shitty swamp eating right. like gross, like bugs. bar. Yeah. Like eating like <laughs> bugs and barf out of a fucking bowl. <laughs> And, like, yeah. having to do, like, this... It looked like strenuous training. Like, he... Even when... With, like, the little that he could do, like, it felt like he earned it, and he still got his ass kicked. Right. In this, it's just, like, Ray can do no wrong. So then it's, like, why should I even be b- backing her? 
Like every it, she can't do, she can do no wrong. I've never seen Ray in a strenuous situation where it's like, holy shit, is she gonna make it out of this? Yeah, and like in the Force Awakens, you see that she can handle herself in a fight, which is fine. But then she's like automatically proficient in a lightsaber enough to take on elite guard and mm-hmm. like mow him down. I'm just like, what? Come on! Like even though that fight yeah. was fun to watch, it's like yeah. just thinking about it later. It's like, really? Yeah, like this. This franchise doesn't give a fuck about itself anymore. Like, I felt like, like, I told Molly this, and, like, when we left, she was, like, all about it, and then I was, like, it just felt like, it didn't even feel like it was, like, a movie by focus group where they showed the folk, like, the focus group the entire movie. It was, like, scenes, because all of them didn't really feel like they felt like they fit together. It was, like, this scene's cool, this scene's cool, this scene's cool, this scene's cool, and they showed, like, just that scene to a focus group, and they're, like, do you like this? And they said, yes. Like, okay, we'll put that in the movie. Like, none of it really felt like it flowed together in any way. Yeah. I feel like there there could have been, like, 20 minutes cut out of this movie. Yeah. Uh, because I thought for, like, the first hour of the movie, a lot of things could be solved if people just talked to each other. Because like, <laughs> yeah. everybody is, like, double, triple crossing each other. Yeah. And they're on the same team. Yeah. And I'm like... Just fucking speak <laughs> to each other. Be clear with each other, and you won't have these issues. Yeah. And then, like, Poe Dameron's trying to fucking take over the place for himself, and it's like, you showed you had shitty fucking, like, <laughs> judgment skills when you, like, told the rest of your bombers to bomb this one thing that they probably have 40 of. Right. It was like, hey, I know we're probably going to all die but we have a chance to cut off this dude's finger right so let's try it even though we're gonna die right that that proves nothing yeah proves nothing i kind of well i didn't mind that so much because it happened like somewhat close to the beginning like his squad that he was running like had a, a lot of casualties i'm like he's gonna learn from this yeah and he like, he only harkens back to it later on in the movie. Yeah. When they're doing that run on, like, the all the walkers or whatever. Yeah. But, like, he, it's not like... I don't feel like he, he learned from it throughout the rest of the movie because and, he's still yeah. trying to be a hothead. And he never has that moment where it's like, oh, my God, that was my fault. Right. It's all, it's all just, oh, shit, I probably shouldn't have done that. Right. Because I mean, he goes on just still being Poe Dameron for the rest of the movie. Yeah. Like, it, like it's like... People died because of you. And you and you're feel not, no remorse. Yeah. Even when you come to the realization that you shouldn't have done that, it's not in a, what have I done? It's a, oh shit, well, that sucked. Right. Like, more, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, fuck, like, it made me hate him. Because it's like, you're a, you're just a fucking shithead now. Yeah. Well, I didn't hate him. He's still super charming. But. Oh, fuck him, man. Like, it's just, like... Everything he does in this is the stupidest fucking route. And then people are just like, but I like him, so let's keep him around. <laughs> That's like, what I you think. should have just ejected him into fucking space for the fucking chaos he's causing. Um, Who I thought was more disposable was Finn's character in this. Because, like, I didn't really care about what he was doing. Like, he didn't really have any character arc in this at all. Yeah. He just went on to that casino, ru- like, run. Yeah. But, like, there's there was no development for his character at all. He, like, yeah. he got to fight Captain Phasma and, like, get his comeuppance. But that was, like, 
That was it. And then and then that's the only place where Phasma shows up. So there's doesn't really feel like anything is earned there. No. It's just like, hey, remember this person from the first one? Well, she's back and now she's dead. Yeah, remember <laughs> that person from the first one who did nothing and obviously yep. doesn't strike any fear. Well, now she's anybody? gonna do one thing and then die right away. <laughs> like, like Boba Fett does nothing, and people fear him more than Phasma. Yeah, Boba Fett literally does nothing. He does the... nothing, <laughs> but people still like him more. Yeah, why? Inexplicable. Yeah, like because... Phasma had a chance to be a very imposing force. And then every time they give her the chance, she looks like a piece of shit. She just fails. Like, what did she do (laughs) to get to the position where she's at? And it just feels like this movie is so open-ended in every single possible way. Like, I don't feel like anything happened in this movie when when it's all said and done. Like, if you you take this, I think, like, the only real thing you can get out of it is that there's some, there's, like, two major characters that died beyond that yeah. nothing else really happened um <laughs> yeah i because everything is so open-ended they don't really ins- but it's hard to like i can see why they did it open-ended because it's like the middle part of a trilogy but it's so open-ended at least with like empire it ended on the sense of like here's this really big thing that just got revealed what's gonna come from this but in this it was just like he was, there was a whole bunch of shit that got set up in Force Awakens. Now we're doing a little bit more setup for what might be answered in the next <laughs> one. Like, it's like, give us, like, something meaty we can sink our teeth into where it's like, you need to see this movie to go on to the next one. Because now I'm just like, fuck, like, I might just watch a Force Awakens and it's like, well... They don't answer shit in this one, so I'll go and fucking watch the next one and see if they yeah. answer it. The the one thing that they did in the, like th- this trilogy is that like they're setting them like right after each other, like yeah, right after the Force Awakens ends, like this one pretty much starts, like n- not directly, but like very close on, yeah. In which like four, five, and six like had gaps of time, yeah, which like you could fill in other adventures that they may have had in like comics yeah. or novels or whatever, yeah. Even the same in 1, 2, and 3. Yeah. But, like, in this one, they're happening right after each other. So mm-hmm. it's, like, a one continuous big long thing, which, like, I don't know if it's a downfall for it, but it definitely constrains what they can do. Because, like, if they maybe did it like the other ones, you can have, like, well, this happened here. There was a chunk of time yeah. that you don't know. And so, like, they can start with development that you're, like, oh, I wonder... Like they they showed a little bit of growth in between yeah. this time that you can't and they they don't really have to show what happened but you're like they grew as a character yeah. like Luke does like he gets better with the Force in each movie mm-hmm. at least four five and six or whatever yeah. and yeah you get the feeling that enough time has gone by where it's like he's done some training he's honed his skills yeah and then yeah, but then this it's like well Ray can move a planet now <laughs> pretty much <laughs> what the fuck is happening yeah i i mean i do like the strife between kylo ren and ray i like yeah. that because they do tease like kylo ren is gonna go to the light side and maybe ray would go to the dark side which i thought like yeah uh, that's what was my prediction was gonna be yeah but like as you said before like they tease it and then they go right back to yeah. where they started from and, was... but they, and they even make them double down where it's like it, they they go so into like Ray goes so back to the light and 
Kylo Ren goes so back to the dark where they almost start turning into cartoon characters of good versus evil. Where Kylo Ren's like, confound it! They found a way to fuck up my... No, Luke Skywalker isn't even there! God, confound him! <laughs> like, he's just, like, throwing these weird, like, fucking Yosemite Sam temper tantrums. Where you're just, like... Any deep deepness you had to your character, you're just killing because you're acting like a fucking, like, snidely whiplash character that's just throwing tantrums because someone got a little bit up on you. He he does so more at the end, but I would say, like, throughout the, like, Acts 1 and 2, he was a little yeah. more nuanced. But yeah. the one, like... Who, uh, who does that more is Domhnall Gleeson's character. Jesus motherfucking Christ. He is just a laughingstock He looks like point. a piece of shit. To, like, his makeup, like, whatever they did to his hair. Like, it looks like they sprayed <laughs> a bunch of weird, gross shit in his hair. Well, I'm not going to go by his physical appearance. But no, but that like, looks, like, he, weird, too. Like, they found some way to make his eyebrows bushier and, like, combed up and, like, where they look, like, weird. And it's, like, and then everything he reacts to, it's just, like, very stoic. And like, well, he gets shit on like through. He like is. I feel like he's not a threat whatsoever. No, which I felt like he is like a replacement for like Tarkin, right? Mm -hmm. So like Tarkin was kind of scary in like yeah. episodes four, five, and six because he's like the general of like well, the army of the empire, right? Yeah. And then like Vader is like the attack dog, and like the Emperor is like the end all be all yeah. of the whole thing. But Tarkin was cool because he was like the. He has like no power whatsoever, but he knew he knew how to play on people. Right. Whereas, uh, what's his Hux? Yeah. All he does is just yell like. He, ah! Yeah, he gets upset, <laughs> and then he gets just shit on, and just like Snoke just throws him around the room with the Force. Yeah. And then like uh, Kylo Ren does it again. Yeah. Like, there's no reason why this dickhead should be in power. Like, yeah. I guess he found out that he knew like he could track them. Through their hyperdrive or whatever. Yeah. I, I'm assuming that's like his ticket in to being able to find these people. <laughs> yeah. But that's never explicitly said. You just got to kind of put that together. Yeah. But otherwise, he's just like a peon. Yeah. Like, and you never feel like he should be. I feel like he should be Kylo Ren's equal mm -hmm. in doing this stuff. Yeah. Where like Kylo Ren is like the wild card and like Hux should be like straight like straight focused and like this needs to happen instead of being just yeah. like the comic relief by being like shit on like yeah. thrown around or literally thrown around a room. Yeah. Like the thing with the uh, Vader was like, uh, like there was so many uh, generals and stuff that were like right below him that would die so much because when the empire got fucked up, that person died and the next person was in charge and the thing about Tarkin with, with like, in uh, 4 was, like, he knew, like, it felt like he knew how to talk to Vader where yeah. it didn't, where he didn't feel like he should kill him. Right. Like, Tarkin was, like, stoic enough where he could be, like, yeah, but, we, but we're doing this. And he's, like, okay. Yeah. And then the other ones after that, there were, there were a bunch of fucking, like, I liked that because it was, like, he kept killing all these fucking people right below him. But then, like, they got dumber and dumber as the series went on because he's <laughs> killing the fucking more qu more qualified person yeah. when they fuck up. Yeah. And I liked that. Like, But in this, it's like Hux is already completely unqualified. Right. But they keep him around. Like, Hux feels like someone they should have killed, like, in within the first 15 minutes of the first movie. Yeah, exactly. And, like, an argument against this could be, like, well, what he wanted to be, like, the original trilogy. 
and like I guess they were going for something different, but like my answer would be like, yeah, I would like <laughs> it to be more like the original trilogy, I guess. Yeah. But like in the sense where it makes sense in this world, because it's right. like Hux would be. This Hux is like would, a serious yeah. thing. They're they're like in war. Yeah, like this isn't a cartoon. Yeah, you wouldn't put fucking like uh, wars in the title of this yeah. movie. <laughs> you wouldn't put like fucking Boris from Boris and Natasha in in charge of your fucking army. But that's what they pretty much did. What people could argue that uh, Bullwinkle is Poe Dameron. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, at least he's Rocky Ro- the he's Squirrel. Definitely Rocky the Squirrel. Yeah. Maybe uh, Finn is Bullwinkle. Okay, come on now. <laughs> Well, that's not racist. <laughs> that's debatable, but no, regardless. <laughs> regardless, yeah, it's just, it's so cartoonish. And it feels like Disney, it already feels very Disney processed. And I'm kind of, it's kind of yeah. taken me out of the series altogether. It's not like completely taken me out of the series. Like, because I still overall enjoyed aspects of this movie. And I, and yeah. I, I really, I like Star Wars enough that I was like, invested the whole way through yeah but man i could nitpick this movie to death until i could convince myself that i don't like it yeah like the last hour i think is what brought it up like a grade point for me yeah altogether. yeah like from the red room on yeah well i think it that that's what took it up a grade point for me altogether but without that man this would be way lower than I would have possibly ever thought for a Star Wars film because it was just kind of bland all the way through up to that point. Right. Um, oh, oh, what? <laughs> we're going to double down or double back to uh, Snoke. Yeah. What did you think? What Useless. the fuck? Like, it felt like it was just like, oh, people don't know what Snoke is, so uh, they, don't li- they don't like him because they don't know what he is, so let's just kill him. But right. Like, that, we didn't... Hate him because we don't know what we didn't hate him because we hate him. We did hate him because we don't know what the fuck he is. Right. I mean, like they. So they they had this big ominous hologram head, right? Yeah. In the in Force Awakens, and everyone had like rumors, like what's a Snoke? Who's a Snoke? All this. Where's a Snoke? Yeah. <laughs> All this kind of stuff, and then uh, you realize he's well, he's obviously like another emperor. Yeah. And then he's portrayed in this and. I, I, I don't know. Like, I didn't fall in love with him, but I'm, like, disappointed that they did kill him. Yeah. Like, even though I didn't mind, like, the way he did go, but I'm just like, then what, I don't know what was the point of having him around. Without even an inkling of, like, where he came from. It's just like, it's the other emperor. Yeah, but from, like, the thing about the emperor, like, in the first series was, like, we're starting in a completely new new environment we have no idea of like the backgrounds of everybody like an emperor could come up and be like okay he's an all-powerful thing that took control okay i can i can get behind that but now this isn't a universe that we've been following for a long fucking time right so where'd this fucking guy come from right where no we don't know where he just showed up and he was like hey guys i got the force can i kind of take over (laughs) thing yeah sure weird scarred up head guy you you're in charge now yeah like i i <laughs> it's not that i necessarily even needed like a backstory on snoke as much as like they made a big deal about him and there was a lot of hype around him yeah and then he just kind of shows up in a bathrobe in this yeah and he dies yeah like fairly easily like he does put up a fight and like can single-handedly take on like 
Ray and uh, Kylo Ren, but yeah. I I I I don't know. There wasn't enough for me to even care about for yeah me to care. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, I, and I then no like, I've heard like it. people like throw out theories where it's like, well, maybe he's like this all powerful guy that was like. He was kind of uh, bringing people up, like in the. He was like waiting in the background for his perfect opportunity to like, like, build people up, and then like, and then he takes over, and then it's like, so why is he coming up now? Especially when like the Empire is at its or like the First Order, whatever, is at its worst. Like, yeah, I don't know. Nothing's really like he chooses to, to reveal himself when they seem at their most disorganized. Yeah. And then dies. And then dies. <laughs> so then, what the fuck's his point? I don't. I don't know. Like I, I guess so. There can be a power vacuum, so Kylo Ren can be the face of the whole thing. But then the whole thing about Kylo Ren is he's a, he's like this attack dog that just people point stuff out and then he goes after it. Yeah. And like, cause he looks, he like he looks his most non-threatening when he's in charge. Yeah. Like, he's more threatening when, like, it looks like when, like, somebody is, like, getting in his ear and then he goes out and does his, does I, what they say. That's, yeah, that's a good but point. But when he's, like, behind the controls and he's like, damn it, oh, they still got me again. And then Concern like, it. Yeah. And then it's, so then it's like, okay, so you're just a fucking, you're a Looney Tunes character that's pissed. Yeah. So now I, you're he not does, all threatening. I do like it when he's, like, under somebody else's thumb. Yeah. Because he's, like, has to. He can get pissed at them for not being able to let him do what he wants. Yeah. He's got that angst that I like. And, like, I I don't know. Like, yeah, what is he going to be angsty about now because he's in charge? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> he can do whatever he wants. Yeah. Which is temp- temper tantrums. Yeah. I I don't know. I don't know, man. Um, What did you think of uh, Yoda <laughs> showing up in this? I mean, it was it was a pointless scene, but I mean, I, I thought it was kind of cool. They went back to like the puppet version of him. Yeah, me too. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, I didn't. I uh, I thought it was weird that he showed up because I was like, well, if he shows up here, like, why can't they have like the other Force ghosts? That, yeah, that like surround like that family kind of show up as well. Yeah, but like just having Yoda is fine because like it's the same kind of thing where like. Yoda trained Luke and Luke is training Ray and all that kind of stuff. So it makes sense that Yoda was there. Yeah. But I did like, I thought he looked weird from afar when he first showed up. Yeah. But then when it got closer, I was like, oh, this looks all right. <laughs> and they did, did do the puppet like yeah. version where he's like mm-hmm. jerky movements and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. I'm like, yeah, that looks right. But like, yeah. it was like weird. Yeah. It was just like, it hey. could have been one of the things that was cut. Yeah. Hey, look at this. Yeah. It's Yoda. Somehow Yoda <laughs> as a ghost can control the weather. Yeah. It's like then why don't Jedi just kill themselves cuz they seem way more powerful then, right? Then if they were alive. That I and like that's one thing like cuz who came up with that? Like Qui-Gon Jinn figured out how to be a Force ghost and like pass it on to other people, right? I don't fucking know. Yeah, I don't know either, <laughs> but like fucking uh I never yeah. really liked the fact they just can evaporate yeah like that was one thing i don't even like that obi-wan did in like episode yeah. four yeah like he just lets vader run him through and he just like evaporates yeah because like luke does that in this but like he just expends all of his energy i guess yeah and just like lets himself die yeah and then he just 
disappears. Yeah. Like, like the whole thing was that like... That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, like, the whole thing was like, <laughs> I got one up on you because I wasn't there all along. Right. But I'm still gonna die. Right. So, like, so you didn't get one up on him. <laughs> like, why didn't he just show up? Yeah. Chelsea said that, like, she thought it'd be better if he was already dead, and he did that as a force ghost. That would be cool. Yeah. I was like, oh, that would be okay. Like, and you kind of show, like, he does all that thing, and you realize, like, that shows it through, like, a flashback after the <clears throat> fact, and it, like, oh, shows him that he died, and, like, came back as a force ghost and did all that stuff. I'm like, that would be okay. Yeah. Because that's, like, just another thing where they're playing fast and loose with the force again. Yeah, it's just, yeah, this movie, this whole series is now turning into Because Force. That's, yeah. They can legitimately explain away any stupid thing that they want to do, and they can just say, Because Force. Yeah. The one thing they did add to the mythology of it that I liked is that it's easy to fall into the dark side, whereas, like, I never felt like it was that easy before. Where, like, Ray like, had, like, this vision and she was staring down that pit. And it was easy to get go down there to, like, get what she needed. But in, in order to do so, she would turn to the dark side. Yeah. And I like that idea because I'm yeah. like, it visually, like, explained mm-hmm. it to me. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like, because I never understood, like, I'm just going to be bad. <laughs> well, no, I, I always kind of got that. I, I almost, well, I almost kind of always kind of felt like that it was really easy to fall into the dark side because... Like, especially, like, in this world, they make it seem where it's, like, if you have any kind of human emotion, like, that's just a gateway to the dark side. Like, even if you love someone, that's a gateway to the dark side. Okay. Like, it's not like, like, if we love someone, then it's like, oh, shit, I'm evil now. Like, it's, they kind of, like, like, if you, if, if you feel, like, any kind of emotion towards something, like, that part of you uses that as a gateway to be like, well, if you want to protect this, you have to do this, to do this, and then do this. And then all of a sudden, you're down a maze where you're like, why am I killing children now? Like, I don't know how I got here. <laughs> right. Like, I, like, that's what, like, that's how I kind of explain away, like, kind of like how, like, that goes, where it's like, you get so wound up in this one particular emotion, whatever it may be, that you all you see is red and you just want the accomplishment or the goal of fulfilling that emotion. And okay. I think that's like the definitive like, like the definition of like how people fall into the dark side. Alright. That makes sense. But I like the visual of it in this one. Yeah. There you have it. Um anything else you want to bring up about the movie before we give it a final grade? Um shit. I don't I'm trying to think. Um, I liked the, even though I didn't like the triple cross, I guess, of the, the other commander of that cruiser. Yeah. A- another thing where it's like, just say what your fucking plan is. Yeah. Cause it would just save us a ton of time. I like, I did yeah. like it that she turned it around and light speeded through all that shit. That was fucking badass. Yeah. Like saw- that was like right where, yeah, that's where like shit really starts turning around like that. And then the Red Room fight scene, and then all the shit on the Salt Planet. Yeah. Like, all that shit was really cool. Yeah. Like, that's the only stuff in this movie that felt like definitive Star Wars. Yeah, I agree. And then everything else felt like filler waiting to get to that point. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, there were a few, like, cool things here and there, like, especially involving Luke and Rey, but everything else was just, like, waiting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I agree. Like, a lot of this just felt like waiting. Yeah. Like, even, <clears throat> like, at, at the beginning, where, like, they have that huge uh, scene where they're showing all these heroic scenes with people that just end up dying. Uh-huh. It felt like a huge, like, well, Rogue One did good. Let's do like a let's do like yeah. a like a thirty minute Rogue One mini movie. Yeah, but it wasn't like Rogue One. Like they should know that it wasn't like critically received awesomely. Like people yeah. liked it, but it didn't do as well as the Force Awakens. But they heard people be like, "Well, like they heard people be like, well, I like the whole idea of these blue collar people sacrificing their lives for the greater good." And it's like, well, let's make a thirty minute movie of that where we show one person where they do all this crazy shit just to end up dying, but they made a difference. Okay, sure, then make me feel something then. Yeah, but it, it <laughs> but in this, as opposed to like Rogue One, this kind of felt like we're doing it because it did. It was received really well in Rogue One. <laughs> where you're like, ah, like, yeah, it just felt like movie by focus group. This whole movie felt like movie by focus group to me. I, I know it was like totally rewritten for uh, like Ryan Johnson totally rewrote the script from what yeah a previously one was. So like I don't know what it, it was before. I didn't look in that yeah. up or anything like that. But I felt like after that movie was written. And some of it was shot. I felt like Disney may have. It felt like they did swoop in and be like, "We need to like lighten this up." Swooped. Oh my god! It <laughs> felt like they fucking jizzed on it at certain <laughs> points. Like they just, like uh, it gave me a really big like. Uh, I didn't hate this as much as Passengers, but it gave me a Passengers vibe, where like all the stuff that they could have gone with to make it more interesting, they really pushed out and went just like the regular route that. What what Hollywood wants, like the masses to see, where it's yeah. like, oh, we want to do this, but this might offend too many people. So let's go back to what everyone always knows and loves. They like they knew they wanted to start at point A, and they knew they wanted to end at point B, but like in between, like, well, we should probably trick them into think it's not going to go to point B, but we're still going to end up there. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> like they could have they could have done a really cool thing with like. How people are profiteering off war, they don't do anything with that. Nah. And they could in a really cool thing where Ray and Kylo Ren kind of run off and start their own like, like, block off faction thing where they're just like, a bunch of Jedi fucking shit up between these two factions that really have no purpose to really keep fighting each other anymore. It's a dumb war. Right. But then they're kind of jumping in, trying to show them how dumb it is. Don't go anything with that. It's just like, all right, back to. Kylo Ren, go back to your corner, and Ray, go back to your corner. Yeah, round two. Yeah, or, round two next or time. Whatever it is. Yeah. yeah, it's just stu. It's fucking. <sighs> I don't think they're gonna do anything with it. It's just, it it feels like something that they're just milking until it doesn't make any more money, and then they're gonna stop doing it. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it feels like. It. That's why I hate all this Disney shit because that's pretty much what they're doing it's a property they don't understand so they're throwing a bunch of shit out there making fun of the stuff they don't that they don't really understand and that's how they get their comedy and then when they break it down to like the shitty husk that of what it used to be then they throw it away and they find the next thing that makes a lot of money yeah yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) 
Well, what would you grade it? Uh, just because that last hour was cool, I'm gonna give this like a like a low B minus, maybe almost close to a C plus. Yeah, I. Yeah, I thought the this same would have thing. been like a C minus if they didn't have that last hour. Yeah, because <laughs> I wasn't really into it because I was the whole time I was thinking like something happened. Why isn't? Why are we? Like, yeah. Why something should happen because that's the thing of this whole movie is that something needs to happen sooner. You're going to lose. Right. And yeah. they're even wasting time. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I would also give it a B minus. I didn't, I did enjoy the movie. I, I like star Wars enough that it like wanted me to finish. I, I wanted to finish it. Yeah. But, uh, the, I, I could nitpick it to death. Yeah. Like of just things that like, it just doesn't feel like, a Star Wars movie. No, Whereas it Force Awakens kind of did. Yeah. But it was also kind of drawing off that nostalgia of right. like what the original trilogy was. Right. But um so yeah, I would I would say the same thing, B minus. Yeah. I might go more C plus actually. Like now that we've been talking a lot about right. it. I'm like, I'm just glad that you agreed with me cuz I had no idea what you thought. You yeah. you didn't clue me in at all. Just like normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I kept it close to the vest. I wanted to see I wanted to get genuine but yeah, I was I walked out of this and like Molly was like, "Oh my god, you see that?" and I was just like, "Yeah." And now I've kind of like broken her down to where like I think she hates it more than I do now. <laughs> uh I know I know Chelsea really loved it. She said she was going to give it an A. Yeah. Um I Star Wars isn't like her favorite thing in the world either, but I think she really just enjoyed the movie in general. I don't think she like goes full nerd into like the lore of it. Yeah. She doesn't care about it. I like the inclusion of Rose though. Yeah, Rose is good. Yeah, I like the idea of, like, because she's not, like, classic. She's not, like, classically, like, model-type beautiful. No. But, like, she still had, like, a charm about her where, like, she could still... She was still, like, a formidable love interest where, like, you, they could see them kind of connecting, even though it did feel forced. Yeah, the love portion did, for sure. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't have... Like, she's kind of, like, quirky, and, like, I like that she was just, like, a mechanic or whatever yeah. she was, I guess. Yeah. But, like, then, like, it doesn't really come into play anymore because then all of a sudden she's, like, a pilot and... Yeah, like, why the where the fuck that come from? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. But because force. Because force. Because force. Yeah, who knows. <laughs> if you don't have the force, you're an amazing pilot. That's pretty much... You're either an or in this kind of a thing. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, anyway. Well, besides Star Wars, is there anything else that uh, you've been into this week, Jason? Uh, well, like, like I brought up earlier, uh, I saw Love Actually... Uh-huh. And uh it's not as good as I remember it being. What for what reason? Because well Molly brought this up and it was a really good point that like it's so geared to women that even the men act like women. <laughs> and it's like I can see that quite a bit. Like there's even a scene in here where like uh Laura Linney and uh this one guy are about to fuck uh-huh. and then she gets a phone call in the middle of it. And then the guy just kind of sits on the corner of the bed, like, acting, like, very, like, pushed aside. And he's like, oh, who was, who was that? And I'm like, any guy that I know would have, like, found a way to, like, get back into the mood and start going back into it. Yeah. But then she, because it, was, it wasn't even like she was, like, talking to another dude. She was just got a call from work. Yeah. And then he was like, oh, wow. I was kind of hoping this was, like, time for us. <laughs> and I'm like. Are you a dude? Like, <laughs> like you were about you to get fu- like 
You are legit probably, if you were a dude right now, you're like legit probably rocking a raging hard on, uh-huh. which like from personal experience, <laughs> you were like, all Our right, mind. yep, calls over, <laughs> let's get back to the fucking, right. but he just kind of sat in the bed and was like, should we talk about this? Like, I feel like, uh, I feel like your, your head isn't into this anymore. <laughs> Dude, you are not a man then. Because <laughs> I know I've been in those situations where it's like, sweet, she's done. Round two, let's get into it. Here we go, take two. Yeah, but that like everyone in this kind of talks like a like a like a chick. <laughs> I still enjoy the movie because I think I saw it like last year or something yeah. like that. I still find it really fun. Like the ones the 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 cup the stories that I still find charming are. Uh, uh, Martin Freeman's story yep. where he's like in that weird sex scene with that chick and they just kind of like hit it off. Yeah. But I'm trying to think. Yeah, like, other than that. I like the musician parts. Of, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Where he's just like bad mouthing music in general and where people are just like going super hipster and being like, yeah, it is dumb. Let's vote for a song. Right. The the only one I really don't like is the Andrew Garfield scenes, like I, or Andrew Lincoln. I, yeah, yeah, Andrew Lincoln. Sorry, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, I fell off like the whole thing like a long time ago where he's like doing the signs outside. I'm yeah, like, dude, he's like kind of a shitty friend. Yeah, he is a <laughs> shitty friend. But that like that whole thing like I like that's the like the what I pay attention to like probably yeah. the least. Like, the Alan Rickman stuff is kind of heartbreaking. Yeah, that was... Yeah, that was... Uh, I don't know. I was trying to, I was trying to like, have an argument with Molly, and then she got so pissed. Because I was like, well, why was she going through his pockets then? <laughs> like, isn't, isn't she kind of on the wrong for doing that? And then she was like, shut the fuck up right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was, like, pissing her off. I was like... I feel like she's kind of in the wrong. She was going through his pockets and found that necklace. And she was like, oh, God damn you. Uh, I still like the movie. I think it's pretty fun. The the scene where, like, the English dude goes to Wisconsin and then gets, like, in a fucking orgy with a bunch of chicks was, yeah. like, eh, kind of labels women as, like, whores. Well, at least American chicks. Yeah, that and then like the Colin Firth one where she where he proposed like doesn't even date proposes right to someone that he never knew her language up until that point. Yeah, I forgot about that one. That one's bad. Well, that's not good. It's not. It's <laughs> bad. Yeah, it's just and then the fucking Hugh Grant being the prime minister where his his mind should be on the country, but. He spends the whole movie being like, oh, God, does this secretary like me? <laughs> yeah. You pick that movie apart, and it's not as good as it you all, think it, it all, is. You pull it, all red, fall, it, it all falls, it all falls apart. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it, it's fine for what it is, but it's like, Jesus Christ, these people need to get a life <laughs> outside <laughs> of, like, trying to, like, fall in love every fucking 30 seconds. Very true. But, uh, yeah, and then I saw trying to fill in more uh, movies for my uh, list. I saw the movie Detroit. Okay. With uh, John Boyega and, uh, oh, shit, what's that guy's name? He's, like, the son from, uh, 
that uh, movie with like Jennifer Aniston and Jason Sudeikis, where like they move drugs. Oh, we're the Millers. Yeah, he's like the son from that. Oh, I don't. But know. like, he's like really compelling in this, and it's like it takes place like in 1967 during like the police riots in Detroit, uh-huh. where like. They, they, this movie does a really good job of like actually like laying out like why there's such racial tension, because they talk about like how uh, after after like a certain amount of time, uh, like uh, African Americans moved from the south to the north to get factory jobs because there was a lot of them up there at a certain point, and after World War II, there was so many people like displaced from where they were that like when they came back from war. The first thing they wanted to get was factory jobs, so they pushed out all of, like, the black people into ghettos, and they moved into suburbs to take their jobs. So then there was, like, this animosity there, and then, especially in Detroit, like, in in these ghettos, like, the white, there was, like, mainly white cops. Uh So then, like, it turned, like, a whole thing where, like, tensions were building up to, like, this one event where they even, like, show it where it was just, like, it was, like... an illegal, like, after-hours, like, club to just had, like, some black people in it. And they were even, like, trying to be, like, let's put them out the back door so no one really sees that we're arresting these people. Because what they're doing is illegal. Right. But they're all black, and it's all white cops. Right. So they're like, let's go out back so we can just arrest them. And then it's like, well, it's blocked, so we had to take them out the front. They're like, fuck, okay, let's go in the front. So they do that, and then all these people see this shit, and they're just like, Oh, fuck you guys. <laughs> Resting. Oh, they didn't do anything wrong. Blah, blah, blah. And then it's like fucking bottles being thrown. And then the bottles turn into bottles full of gasoline that models of cocktails. Jesus. And then looting. And then it just turns into like a big domino effect. But like that, they do like, they do like an hour where they just kind of like show how it started. And then the main thing they talk about, uh, their main like story is like the Algiers motel where I guess, like, a bunch of people were, like, held hostage in there by cops because the main thing when Detroit was that there was snipers that would come out and, like, snipe people from, like, their windows. And this guy had, like, this toy gun that sounded, like, really realistic. And he, like, shot it off as, a as like, a prank. Uh-huh. And the cops were like, there's sniper fire from the Algiers. And then they sent a bunch of cops there. And then a bunch of them were just, like, super racist and just would, like torture the fuck out of them like they ended up killing like three people jesus and it was like it's super fucked like and they played off like a horror story at some points like it's really really fucked and it's like really compelling and then it's just like it's like three acts pretty much it's like how the riot started the algiers and then it's like the aftermath of the algiers from like a courtroom drama perspective where like (laughs) John Krasinski plays like the the he plays like the attorney for the cops, uh-huh. and he is such a piece of shit in this. Like it makes you hate John Krasinski. Really? Yeah. Like oh, it's like he's so he's like that in your face defense attorney where it's like, did you see him do it? Then he probably didn't do it then. <laughs> and you're like, fuck you. The only ones with guns in the fucking building. <laughs> fuck you, Jim. Yeah. Fuck you, Jim. <laughs> Cocksucking asshole. But no, all in all, it's really good. I I recommend Detroit. It's definitely not an easy watch because there's definitely like some, like, in your face like racist violence shit. But it's it's good. I liked it. All right, right on. Yep, and that's pretty much all I've been watching. Uh, well, being that it was like the busy holiday weekend, I didn't watch much of anything else. Yeah. Uh, didn't 
rewatching The Office, an episode <laughs> here or there. That's about it again. But that's uh, that's about it. So right. JT, if people want to talk Star Wars: The Last Jedi with you, where could they do that? They can find me at Bucky for everyone on Twitter. Also Bucky for everyone on Instagram. And hey, why not Bucky for everyone on Snapchat? Troll. Uh, you can find me at Troy to the Max on Twitter. You can find us both at Review Review Pod on Twitter as well. All of our new episodes are uploaded on Podbean. Dot com and more specifically reviewreviewpod.podbean.com as well as posted on Facebook and also on Facebook is uh, our random movie tourney where you yep. can vote on that as well Sarah saving or uh, forgetting Sarah Marshall and uh, Black Dynamite Black Dynamite God damn it uh, I'm too it, many beers in at this point <laughs> uh, if you uh, want to listen to our show anywhere else you probably can because we are on a bunch of different platforms such as uh google play stitcher and itunes so uh, if you listen to any of those we are there and if you do use itunes you could if you could be so kind and give us a comment or at least give us a star rating because if you like the show that helps other people find the show as well oh yes through their algorithms yes and if you got something long form to say we will check it at a review review pod dot uh review review pod at gmail.com yes that's all of the things i believe all things now that uh i have uh another show with chelsea and we're on like a different hosting site yeah i'm fucking my, <laughs> my brain is fucking fried <laughs> i have to remember all that shit <laughs> Uh, but anyway, that's the show. Yeah, JT. Next What's... week, the big one. That's right. One of our more compelling shows of the year. Our one top... of my favorite shows of the year. Ooh, shit. I love yes. doing them. Our top ten films of 2017. Yes. Uh, we'll get uh, GHD back. All right. See, Danger says she wants to join the fun. All right. So. Uh... Expect a four-hour-long show. <laughs> so, uh, depending on how many people on it, maybe we'll cut it down to a top five with honorable mentions. All right. I'm still doing my top ten. Fuck you guys. All right. Fair <laughs> enough. Uh, I know... Uh, but I think top ten gets enough, like, random, out-of-nowhere choices. Like, I think if everyone did their top five, it'd all be, like, the same shit. That's true. Um... What uh, what do we got uh, for the rest of January to people look forward to if they could watch stuff? Well, since uh, we have Black Mirror coming out, yep, like this Friday, and the movie Bright has been getting a lot of uh, attention. Right, I think we bring back our old spotlight on Netflix Sounds for this good. month, and uh, we find one more thing to talk about for our last show of uh january so anything on netflix that you think we should be watching to talk about let us know yep we'll sit through it and find some good gems out there on the old netflix or things to avoid maybe who knows it could go either yeah way. yeah it could be something that you just want us to talk shit about <laughs> but that'll be that last week of january otherwise we have yep. black mirror and, and bright bright Yes. So there you have it. That's the show this week, JT. Man, what a good one. We Packed are, it. Packed it full of the gills. We are on par again with our thoughts. It's like we grew up in the same town and we're best friends forever. Yeah, I know. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but until next time, JT, I've been Troy to the Max Extreme. I am a JT3K. And we 
are off. 